All right, troops, welcome to the Action League. My name is Owen. I am joined tonight by my good friend and Mr. Silk Underwear himself, J-Man. How are you doing, <laughs> sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. No worries. And tonight we're going to be looking at two of my personal favorite Jean-Claude Van Damme films, Lionheart and Double Impact, which both recently turned 30 years old. I think maybe even 31 by now. Where does the time go? So to start off with, I have various copies of Lionheart on Blu-ray. So if you're in the UK, you know it as AWOL, Absent Without Leave, which I think is maybe the best title. I kind of like that title. Mm -hmm. And then we got Lionheart. And then I got this one, the Platinum Cult Edition, Leon. And I got that from Germany. It's got all the Deutsch writing on the back of it, which is kind of cool. It's got all very special features, which I don't know what they say, but uh, it's very behind the scenes <laughs> stuff and it's really extended edition. However, not entirely impressed. MVD collection kind of dropped the ball. Look, see the, the case all uh, fell apart there. I always get that. Yeah. So uh, I'm sort of like, ah, who cares? It's fine. As long as the disc's okay, which it, it is, then we're all good. But uh, yeah, I mean, it has all these different titles all around the world. We have AWOL, Lionheart, Leon, Full Contact, and Wrong Bet, which I like Wrong Bet, which I think is one of the best titles for it. But yep. uh, I remember years ago, I think it was in Tower Records, I saw a poster for it, and it was one that said End of the Line, and it was him doing the splits on the train tracks, you know, that awesome yeah, yeah, contact yeah. poster, but nobody else in the world remembers that. Maybe I was high or drunk or something. No, <laughs> one, no, no idea. But uh, anyway, when did you sort of first see Lionheart? Um, I'm going to say I, I was with Van Damme almost from the beginning. So like No Retreat, No Surrender, Black Eagle. I remember seeing those. I have those on VHS. Um, and basically, I don't know, it was Lionheart like the fourth or fifth. I'm trying to think. Like, I saw Cyborg. I, got, I almost saw them in order, to be honest. So whenever Lionheart had come out, I, I'd seen it right there. Um, and I was heavy duty into Van Damme. Like whatever he did in his movie, slick back the hair, I'm doing it. You know, in Hard Target, he got the earring. Boom, I had to get an earring. Like whatever he was doing, I had to do. I, I started taking Taekwondo lessons because there's no karate around, but I just did that just to just to be as close to Van Damme as possible. He's like my hero, so I was right there. I, Lionheart, like as soon as it came out on VHS or to rent or whatever, because I was too young to go to the theater uh, mm -hmm. to see it. So as soon as it came out on VHS, I rented it. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I remember I went over to Ireland and I was with my cousin Patrick and it was him who introduced me to the world of Van Damme. So thank you, Patrick. <laughs> and he had all these movies on VHS. He had Kickboxer, Bloodsport, yeah, yeah. uh, Death Warrant, which is another great one. Nobody yeah, ever talks about good. Death Warrant. Another yeah. Yeah. You know, Sandman as the villain. It was great. Sandman's great. Yeah. But uh, it's, um, yeah, I remember watching them all on VHS and Lionheart or AWOL, as we call it, Absent Without Leave. And uh, I remember just you know falling in love with it because I was like, who is this guy? I hadn't heard of Van Damme before. I was only what, about ten or eleven years old, and just you know you're coming into that age whenever you want to watch you know action movies or whatever. I grew up in the best era, so it was just you know, <laughs> the end of the eighties, early nineties, whenever all these great movies came out. And uh, yeah, I remember seeing Lionheart, and that has always been one of my favorite Van Damme movies. Both that and Double Impact are two of my favorites because yeah, right. yeah I think this is sort of Van Damme's Rocky. Yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of just sort of an inspirational tale, and you know, you got the the great soundtrack and everything, oh. and the, the theme. I mean, uh, no mercy. Yeah, no mercy. What? No song. mercy. Backs to the wall. Yeah, I mean, classic. I yeah, and like, how come we don't get like inspirational songs in movies anymore? Like training montages and you know, songs about fire and steel. I remember, uh, I think it was Outlaw Vern. 
uh, mentioned that a while back and he said, you know, there aren't enough songs about steel and fire and things like right. that anymore. I, yeah, and I was like, I want to be motivated when I watch these movies. The Stan Bush was the man, like Transformers, uh, you know, all those like inspirational, like, you know, stand up and fight and, 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 and we're, uh, uh, Turbo Kid uh, that had uh, thunder in your heart. We need Stan. We need a Stan Bush song in every fighting and action movie. Because yeah. like when you're walking into that last battle in Lionheart, we'll get to it as we go through the movie, um, and that music starts to play. You're like, oh yeah, and like you know, as a viewer, you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is the this is it, man. This is the battle. And then you're getting pumped, and you're like, yeah, I got, I gotta, I gotta win. You know, it's like you're with them, yeah. damn. And that's the thing, you're absolutely cheering along as the hell yeah songs. Yeah. Well, Stephen's comment there, songs are about puppies and rainbows now. <laughs> yeah. Um, or they're or they're or they're, they're they're like pop songs or whatever. And they're not inspirational enough. And and and, and I feel that like the songs that get you pumped, like a Rocky song like Eye of the Tiger and these kinds of things, it really adds to the film because you end up feeling more like the main character that they're showing because you are now excited too. Like, I mean, obviously you and I are not going to be anywhere near as cool as Leon, but impossible, impossible. <laughs> right. But, but you feel like you're with me. Like, yeah, like, okay, we're, we got this, you know, you're just like, we got this. Right. And it's like, mm. you don't have that in movies anymore. Even if there's a cool action movie, they might have some interesting background music or maybe some sort of, I don't know, like a Hans Zimmer or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and that's fine. But I, I, there's no actual pumped up rock. It's got to be rock. Right, mm -hmm. it's got to be rock metal, you know, with lyrics. I need to have the get up and fight, stand in the fire, no mercy, heart, uh, no mercy, fight to the end, yeah. To, yeah, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and he's electric guitar and screeching saxophone as yeah. well. That's just a must. <laughs> yeah. and never surrender. No. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, like people, you will look at it these days and be like, "Oh, those songs are cheesy, whatever." And I was like, "Well, that's part of the fun, and that's part. It gets you into it and gets you into the characters and the story and everything else." And yeah. the thing is about. Uh, like Van Damme, this character, Leon, uh, is a, he's kind of a sort of a, a tough character. I mean, uh, I, I always found that he was a bit sort of overly rude towards the lady, Cynthia. I'd be I mean, like, you know, I think you'd be an awful hard on her. She's just trying to give you some money and she's not unattractive. So right, you know, right. why, why don't you just be nice to her and fight for her? I don't really understand where the animosity is coming from. Well, he, yeah. You know, Van Damme, he's just like, look, I'm looking out for my family. I don't got time for all this stuff and everything. He's great in that. And, and the, the, the interplay between them two is a little bit different because we have the trainer and, and Leon, um, dynamic which is like the gen not only generic but this is the the token trainer and and, and and fighter but then she's there and then you're kind of like it's very interesting with her because she wants him to win but she but we know she's the villain it's very lionheart's weird because she is the villain there's not actually a central villain like all the characters that he fights along the way they're not his nemesis or anything mm -hmm. right? it's almost like she is sort of but she's sort of with him for a while until she doesn't need him anymore and then she's going to be the villain, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of interesting with the two of them. You know, they're kind of together, not really. Yeah, uh, it's a strange one. Yeah, I've seen that before. <clears throat> no, I know that. That's I think why the the movie still stands up so well is that the characters are sort of a little different from what you might expect. Mm -hmm. um, I particularly loved uh, Joshua uh, Harrison Page as Joshua. Oh. He was he was just great. I mean, all he basically does is go, hey, come on, hey, hey, come on, hey, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> basically, his dialogue, uh, but. It's just sort of lovable. It just feels like such a natural character. And then we see Harrison Page in real life interviewed. He's like very eloquent and everything else is like total uh, opposite. But uh, he's such a great, inspiring character. And just, I, I love how he's almost sort of like a father figure to, 
to Leon. And uh, I just think the acting in general is very good in this movie. That's the thing. When I was watching it, I was like, everybody is good in it. Yep, they get the job done. Uh, yeah, Joshua, I mean, he, I felt like that was a real person. Like, and, and actually watching this on better quality now, I've got my, my, my 65 inch TV. I didn't even notice that he had the cauliflower ear. So it's like, no, he, no, what? No. oh, yeah. So he is a fighter because he's got that. He's got, they, they, and, and he doesn't have that in real life. So they gave um, Harrison Page, I guess they put some, like, you could tell that it's like makeup or something. Mm -hmm. like he's got the best up here. I'm like, oh my God, the details. And he's got the limp and all that. He's like, you know, don't let them, don't let her do this shit to you like she did me, you know? Like, oh. and, and, and you're just like, wow, this guy's like such a great character. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, even the side, like, like the side characters are all very, very neat. Um, it's very fast paced too. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's an hour. Is it an hour forty? Maybe an hour and forty. Yeah, the version I have the uh, the like MVD version. I think it's like an hour and fifty. So it's got a few sort of extra scenes in it. Like, uh, yeah, like the opening scene is extended. Uh, I don't know if you know, like in the opening scene where he fights Billy Blanks. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's in, in the desert, and uh, apparently Jeff Speakman is in it. He's apparently like in the mansion. I've never noticed him. I've never know, and I know Jeff Speakman, man. He's one yeah. of my one of my boys. I never noticed him that, but Billy Blanks, I knew because I got all the Billy Blanks movies. Mm -hmm. We could do a stream on Billy Blanks movies. Oh, that's coming and, yeah, definitely. I felt a little that he was underused because they he really only he he throws a kick or something, and then Van Damme kind of just beats the crap out of him. And I'm thinking they should have had Billy Blanks be one of the the characters that he fights yeah, one of the fighters yeah absolutely one of one of the fighters this is basically like a street fight this actually is a street fighter film in the purest sense of street fighter which is to say that they're literally fighting on the streets but they have different characters each one uh could be a character in an arcade game that you can control you got your scott yeah you got your scottish guy Scotland shit, kick his Scotland ass. I was like, hey, hey. <laughs> that's <laughs> he all he's for. Yeah. He was actually the best fighter. Well, they had, I don't know, they had a really good battle, those two. They're evenly matched, I found. Mm. Oh, they did, yeah, they, had a, they had a good fight. <laughs> yeah, throwing each other onto the cars and everything. Yeah, it was a great fight. Yeah, and that's like a Street Fighter, that's like a video game was like the cars surround it and create mm -hmm. the light inside, and you've got creates the sort of the, the boundaries, and you're like the pool, the racquetball court. You have all these different locations, and you're like, this is literally a Street Fighter movie before the Street Fighter movie. Yeah. Where you, this could have easily have been a video game. All the characters are, are so different. Mm -hmm. um, they could have easily done something um, more with Lionheart. Uh, but yeah, I think it's really good. Fast paced, good fights. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, speaking of the, the swimming pool fight, I think the swimming pool fight is one of mm -hmm. my favorites. Now, the guy he fights is uh, Paco Christian uh, Prieto, and he played the, the pool fighter. But he was also, we worked with uh, director Sheldon Lettich again on Only the Strong. You know that Mark okay. Picasso film where it's yes, uh, yes. Capoeira, and he played the main villain in that called Silverio. It was, but I haven't really seen him do anything since about the end of the nineties or something. So I don't know what happened to him. I didn't recognize. Any, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've seen any of the fighters in anything else um, that I can remember. If I'm going through them in my mind, but the pool scene was neat because firstly it was in a pool, which was cool, anyways. Mm -hmm. And the editing in that fight where he's like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, he just, it's really just one elbow, but like the way that they cut it, and shot it, yeah. and, and like, it's like, boom, 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 boom. And you're like, holy crap. I found that Lionheart, maybe even more, I don't want to say more than, uh, Bloodsport's awesome, of course, but maybe even more than Bloodsport or Kickboxer, 
<clears throat> Lionheart utilized the editing better because mm-hmm. like the hits really felt a lot more impactful. I found just because of the cuts and it was a lot of power hits. Like the fights weren't that long and they weren't as graceful, mm-hmm. but they were power, power fights. It's like, boom. And then Van Damme does like the boom, does the big kick. And then, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it was just a little, it was more impactful with the way that they did the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made the, the fight scenes a bit more exciting for me when I was watching them at the time, at least. Mm-hmm. But also, and it's funny, I'd only realized this time whenever I watched it, he doesn't do the splits in this movie. Oh my and, God. And that's deliberate because they, they didn't want it to become this gimmick because they sort of did it mm. all, all the time. Uh, they thought, okay, let's just make this about the characters and the story and whatever. So they did that. And uh, that's why he didn't do the splits in it. But it was the first time I noticed it. But I believe this was the, the first time where he bared his ass. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he didn't do the splits, but he started another trend. Yeah, which, which is he did. The, the, shot, the unmotivated. <laughs> what is what Michael Douglas says a line in, in Basic Instinct. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, not Basic Instinct. It was the movie that made fun of Basic Instinct. Uh, gosh. It was one of those National Lampoons. Oh. Yeah. Lethal, uh, loaded, loaded, weapon, fit- loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon 1. Mm. And then he and he's and Emilio Estevez is walking walking away and he's nude and he's like I'm taking one of those unmotivated but in the moonbeam walks. <laughs> There's like no reason showing your showing your ass. Uh, you know it, it's absolutely gratuitous. But uh, yeah. I, I remember somebody said he's one of the the first. Um, hold on. Okay, I'll respond to this comment in a sec. But. Yeah. Um, I've lost my train of consciousness now. This is the problem when I receive comments. Uh, yeah, okay. So basically, there's the button, the moonbeam, and then. Uh... Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's someone said that he was the first action star that would appeal to uh, girls as well as the, the guys um, because the, the girls loved his body and everything. And, you know, yeah. he'd show some cheeks occasionally and uh, that would bring him <laughs> into it. So, uh, but uh, yeah. And then also, uh, it's hard to believe that uh, Michelle Kesey, who played Tong Po, is also Mustafa in, in a, I think that was his name, yeah. Right. Uh, um, I can't believe that's him. <laughs> I, I didn't know it until you literally told me the other day. And I'm like, oh my God, that's him. And he also, I saw in the credits, he's one of the choreographers as well. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, he, surprisingly, he's not one of the, the fighters again. He took a more of a backstage uh, mm-hmm. role. He's, he's got the, the small little part where he, you know, he starts to clap at the end. Yeah. He's actually he's almost a good guy. Yeah. Like at first he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. They're sort of like you know, the antagonist. And I love that. That was another little twist where you have the two guys and, you know, they're sort of, you know, the bad guys who are chasing them through it. And then at the end, you know, they let him yeah, go and they're oh, totally yeah. cheap for him. And uh, does anybody else cry like a girl at the end of the film? <laughs> um, I do get a bit choked up, but I, yeah. I'm like, for some reason, like Van Damme stuff, like, like, yeah, and they got the music, nah, 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 and then Nicole and Pedroli, and then he's, he, yeah. <laughs> he runs back and everything. And it's like, and then oh. you're like, there's something in my eyes, a little dusty in here. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it. whatever. Look, it's played it's play to be fun. My wife is sitting there watching with me. She's like, oh, is it a happy ending at the end? I'm like, of course it's happy. And he's not going back to, to the, the Legionnaires or whatever. Come on. Yeah, the, the steam box, whatever it was, he was going to be put in, yeah, uh, in the desert. But uh, I always like, thought the the little girl Nicole, played by Ashley Johnson, she was like totes adorbs. It was like She's really cute, cute. Kid. yeah, and she was really nice. And I only found out recently. I was looking her up on IMDb, and she's in the Avengers. I looked her up as well. Yeah, yeah, she's like a waitress <laughs> in the Avengers. So I was like, oh, well, I wonder if she's the one who speaks to uh, Captain America. You know, whenever he's sitting, I'd have to rewatch. I, it. I, 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 
yeah, I saw pictures of her recently, so I would be able to recognize her if I saw her um, in the movie. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'd have to I'd have to remember. Yeah. So uh, this is my buddy Lee. He says, "Hey guys, Lee Risbridge here. Unfortunately, due to time in the UK, I won't be able to view the stream live. But have a great one. And Double Impact was great. Didn't he bear his ass in Bloodsport? Did he? I can't remember. Mm, I don't think he did." Um, not that I would really, really remember. Yeah, for sure, I, I, but I, 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 I it from my mind. <laughs> yeah, he, the splits are definitely in there because that's when Jackson mm -hmm. like, goes, "Oh man, you might have want to have kids one day," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a which is a great line. Yeah, <clears throat> but there's yeah. so many great lines actually. I like I like even when he's like, <clears throat> he's like, "Oh, you have a choice or something," and he's like, "Oh, the the the, uh, the cap, the freighter captain's like, get back down in the in the, in the mm. room," and he's like. He goes, I can't remember what the guy says, but he, he responds like, it's going to be simple. Ooh, and he grabs him and it's like, yeah. I, I like how it's like just like a, a one line Van Damme says it and in a really cool way. It's like, it's going to be simple. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, he's got, he's like, dude, this dude's going to kill your ass. Don't you know that? Like yeah. so many great, like quotable scenes. And oh, I know there's so many. And Lee says he got dressed after night with the girl. Not that I noticed. Uh, you recorded it, Lee, didn't you? <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, you know what? She's looking at him. That's right. That the girl. That's right. I think it doesn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, the girl's looking at him as he's getting as he's getting a, uh, putting on his clothes. Or that actress from Bloodsport is from The Burning, which is a which is an old school slasher flick. With I remember that. Head flippers. Yeah, yeah she's from The yeah. Burning. Yeah. So, um, right. which is which is great to see to see her. I don't remember the actress's name now. Mm -hmm. But um, what did you think about all of the different? Uh, characters, the fighters and stuff. So we got like that weird, pr that that total jerk in the beginning where he just one shots him or whatever. Oh, I love that scene. I don't know whether I want to fight you. And I don't want to finish yeah. the <laughs> Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that scene because uh, that is one of the. Uh, for one thing, it's a shot in the pills, which is not cool. But uh, it's, it's I love I love one punch takedowns. You know, whenever there's a guy who's like an arrogant asshole or whatever, and you know you think it's going to be this like epic fight, and it's just poof, and then yeah. poof, he's out cold. And then I love how the guy, the, the the dick in the audience, who's like, I, I could kick this guy's ass or whatever. And then he's like, you and me right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Well, yeah. that that guy was fighting in the match beforehand. And when the guy was down, he gave him a kick to the to the to the nards. And the yeah. guy's down. And you're like, the guy was already defeated. So he was a total bastard and he deserved getting that one shot. That was great. Mm -hmm. He does um, that and he's like, Yeah, let's do lunch sometime. I wonder if they <laughs> go for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have. Remember, remember when the girl gets sprayed with blood and she licked it? I remember as a kid yeah. thinking, "Ooh, she's weird, right?" I was like, yeah. "That was that was kind of weird." Like she's so into it or whatever. And it was funny watching it. I was like, "Ew, COVID." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In today's age, we're like, "Oh no, certainly wouldn't be doing that." Yeah, I was like, "Which?" Which? Yeah. <laughs> but they had a good variety of guys, right? They had the Scottish guy. They had that pool guy who was. Yeah. He had the, the you know he had the long hair and he had that big weird crazy guy and, and like why they why is he fighting him in a in a racquetball court or whatever that was like, yeah squash court that, yeah. squash court like that guy didn't fit in that like everybody everybody fits sort of i guess in this little scenario that guy stood out I'm like this is kind of weird mm -hmm. uh, and that was a short fight he basically just kicks him through, like he fights but he kicks him through the glass yeah still cool though um i was watching on the, the special features of the the, the mvd uh blu-ray and uh Apparently, the, the police were called during a casting call because all of the people who were lining up to play fighters were lined up on the street in L.A. And uh, 
people thought there was going to be like some riot or, or something. So then uh, the, the cops came along and like, no, no, it's a casting call for a movie. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> they just left. But it's like uh, pumping iron part three or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's all that. And then uh, there's another interesting thing on the, the Blu ray is that, uh, you know, Brian Thompson is in it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Shao Kahn. Yeah. And the Night Slasher, of course, and um, Cobra. Yes. And. Uh, what I love him about there's like no bullshit with him at all, and like he's talking about Van Damme. It's just like special features on a Van Damme movie, mm. and, and he describes him as chaotic, as as in you know mad. Oh my god! And I was like, really, just insult your co-star there? Wow. Okay. I'm surprised Brian Thompson. And, and again, he, again, a little bit out of character. He was normally he plays these bad guys, and he's crazy, and he's been on a, a very many episodes of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And he's usually like, um, you know, like a crazy guy, or whatever. And, and 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 he was Shao Kahn, and yeah, he's the villain in in, uh, in Stallone Cobra. And I would have thought he would have been more of a dominant villain presence, but more mm-hmm. like he was just like sort of her little bodyguard that just kind of stood next to her. And I thought he might get into some fighting as well. So it's mm-hmm. weird, eh? Like they they really, it's like oh, you have all these guys who are kind of you know Billy Blanks, you have um, Tong Po guy, and it's like you're you're not using them as as the for their fighting or for their you know just personalities it's more like they're just going to be there just to help support do the supporting casting which is cool yeah but uh, also i only find out it's amazing what happens when you watch all the special features of things and you find out you know all of the the backstory and everything but um the uh producer of the the movie um is eric carson is that his name um uh, can't remember his name, but uh, yeah, he's actually plays the doctor. Oh, uh, who, who yeah. deals with his brother? Remember, we were talking about that. Um, he pay, and he pays the is that that's the guy who he pays off and says, Don't tell anybody about my rib. Is that the yeah, guy? Yeah, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah. No problem. The older guy with the white hair. No, 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 no. That guy earlier on, the the older doctor. Oh, and he, his brother you. with uh, yeah, the white hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, Oh, don't just you should be concerned about your your daughter, your niece, and your and your and, and his wife forever, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah. Yeah, Eric, Eric Carson. Yeah, was, uh, that was his name. Um, what was interesting was that whenever you watch the the trailers to, to Lionheart, and he's like, "Yo, know, he's out for revenge." And you're like, "No, no, no. no, this isn't a revenge tale at all." And I was like, even even the guy in the opening scene, like, he's never even shows up again, does he? He's just they said he's arrested, and that's they just say he's no, arrested. No, I like that actually. Yeah. The, the beginning's quite quite awful because the the brother's torched, and he's oh, it's torched. really disturbing scene. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very disturbing, and it, and he's torched for no. Well, I mean, not for no reason that he's it's a drug deal, but like he totally gets screwed. He gets torched right there. And I thought, wow, this is quite violent. And um, and then you and then logically a, a, a person who's familiar with action films is going to say, like, oh, well, now Lionheart is going to show up and get revenge. And he shows up and the doctor uh clears that entire thing up. He's like, Did they catch the guys? And he goes, Yeah, they they caught them. It's like, oh. And then the then the entire thing shifts now into the story about a guy who's trying to provide for his only family that he has. And he's also trying to stay away from the legionnaires who are trying to get him because he went AWOL. And it's a little bit more emotional. Like a revenge tale is more action oriented versus mm-hmm. this is more emotional oriented where it's like, there's still fights, but you really want Van Damme to win these fights because he's not fighting for himself. He's fighting for the family and the kids. The girl's cute. The wife is nice, right? They're good people. And that changes the entire dynamic of this movie into this really kind of, you know, I don't want to say family oriented because there's a lot of fighting and blood, but it's not as, I, I don't want to say not as selfish as like a blood sport where blood sport, he wants to win the katana sword and, mm-hmm. and win the tournament. Like this is more like, look, I'm only fighting 
because I have to fight yeah. to he's provide selfless. for them. Yeah, he's, he's selfless. Yeah. So he's more heroic. Leon is is one of the more heroic Van Damme roles where mm-hmm. he has no motivation other than to help his family, which is really cool mm-hmm. in this kind of movie for sure. Yeah. And I always sort of wondered why I never got a sequel. And then I remember in like 2018, it was announced on like the Rodin Entertainment site. Uh, and we're like, oh, great. Finally, it's, we're going to see uh, Leon. I thought uh, we would see Leon come back. And I had I had the idea in my head. And I was like, oh, okay. So he it's as many years later and he's older now or whatever. And I thought, okay, they're on financial hard times or whatever. And you have him going back to be a fighter, but he's older. And he's got the struggle of him right. being older and not being able to fight so much anymore. But he does it for his family. Uh, but uh, and then it just dropped off, and then it wasn't going to happen. There was like all these things were listed, like Lionheart two, and then the Quest two, and yeah. then they never happened for whatever reason. It was uh, it was odd because I, I, I don't mind that there's an uh, there's not a Lionheart two as much as it would have been if there would have been a hard target. Well, there's a hard mm-hmm. target too, which Scott Atkins is awesome, but like yeah, you know, with, with Wrinkle Dad Van Damme, but because uh, Lionheart, I mean that that di- they did complete the story. Like he'd have no the only way was what you would say, what you were just saying, like, they'd have to say that, Oh, they, they need more money or something like that because it, it's like, it was kind of completed. So I was okay with that. Like I thought, yeah, this one's fine. Like some Van Damme movies, you want them to go on Unisols, right? Like mm-hmm. that, you know, you know, that kind of a thing. Some of them, it's like, this was like a close story, like nowhere to run. That's like a, that's like a complete story. It's kind mm-hmm. of done. Lionheart is kind of done. Kickboxer. You can continue that forever because it's like, he could have just kept, you know, and they kind of did without, I can't remember with the kickboxer. Um, were those movies? Was it still the Van Damme character after that? Or no, he was. I think he was like his cousin or brother or something. But and uh, it, it's in the silhouette. I think in the opening. I haven't seen the kickboxer sequels, for, kickboxer sequels for years. But I remember it's like the opening credits of the second one. You see the silhouettes of Van Damme's character getting killed. Is he, is, he, is he the other brother? I think he's the other brother. And I gotcha. uh, yeah, and then he sort of takes over. But then Tong Po comes back. For like a second, right? He comes back for like a few of them, um, but uh, interesting fact is that uh, Michelle Kesey, who played Tongpo, his brother Abdel Kesey is the one who plays Attila. Oh my god, I love Attila. Yeah, like the burns and all that, man, dude. Like this, this guy, this he was just like a brick house, and like. And I love the fact that when the, when when the, when Cynthia's showing the tapes of the fights to try to lure those heavy rollers, those high rollers in mm-hmm. to like really boost up the amount so that she could bet against them. And then they, they edit the tape or they cut off the last bit where he like literally like picks up a guy, like for you to pick up a guy by his legs this way. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, this is impossible. Like, like he's a chicken bone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's like a chicken. Yeah. And, um, and, and man, Attila is crazy. I love the fact that it's just like, yeah, it's like, Oh, he likes to toy with his opponents, you know, let them think that they've got a chance and then he annihilates them. Um, mm-hmm. I even like, where he's fighting with Van Dam, and then he hits, he hits him, and he and he and he sees a little bit of a, of a flinch, and then he's like, mm. "Oh!" and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I got you now, buddy. I know where they where they where to go." Yeah. And I think it's great to give him a disadvantage as well, because we've seen different fights where we've seen the one shot fight, we've seen ones where that were pretty even with him and the Scottish guy, and mm. now going into this last fight, he's injured, and even and Joshua's even like, "Well, how are you going to beat him if you're all effed up, right?" Mm. And he's like, "I gotta win," you know. And it just adds an extra layer. It's like he bet all the money. We know Attila's crazy. Plus he's injured, right? It's just so many things are stacked against them mm-hmm. that it makes it 
obviously it's it's building up to this big pumped up finale where you're gonna have and look is it a spoiler for a 30 year old movie to say van damme kicks the shit out of the guy at the end <laughs> <laughs> well, like the, i love that kick the shit out of him remember you're the guy in the audience yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's the guy that's the high that's the high roller guy right? yeah kick the shit out of him <laughs> what, like, I love yeah, what, I, what i love about attila is that he only says like one word it was like you yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what he says and the only time he like, strokes his cat he's almost like a bond villain he's a bond villain yeah i know, <laughs> yeah. I know. Rex Rex or from uh, from Conan says you. That was the yeah. line he says too. <laughs> like, I like films that don't know to speak. They're just you know, there's evil and then that's it. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, he is also in um, uh, the Quest. He's the main big fighter in the Quest. Oh yes, I loved yes. it. I like the Quest. I know some people were kind of iffy on it, but I saw it in the theater. I thought it was good. It's a nice. It's a fun movie. It's not the best, but mm. I like the fights a lot. I think it's a great. Yeah. The scenery is great. Roger Moore's like. Roger Moore's the coolest person on the planet for me who ever lived. I love Roger Moore. So I love him. Yep. He's the king. He's, he's, great, like yeah. the, the, he's the coolest. Yeah. I think he hated the movie. I think he said it was like the worst he movie did. he ever did. And I was like, yeah. Roger, you did Octopussy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love Octopussy. We got to do a Bond thing. I absolutely love Octopussy. I'm not even joking with you. I think it's like 10 out of 10. I love yeah. it. Actually, yeah, to be honest, I think, no, it wasn't Octopussy. We watched Octopussy. I remember I didn't like Octopussy years ago. And then I watched it again. Was it. Um, I can't remember which one. It might be near like Fear Eyes Only or something. I can't remember which one it was. There's one I which. No, no, you only live twice. No. For your for your eyes only is in my top three or four. My top four favorite Bond movies of all yeah. time. Yeah. No, Fear Eyes Only is great. No, it's not that yeah. one. I can't remember. I, for some reason, yeah. I can't even remember the title. But uh, anyway, we're going to go going off and tell yeah. you this is yeah. Uh, yeah. Van Damme. <laughs> I know. So, uh, oh, this is my good friend Severio. Hi, Severio. All right. How's it going? Uh, and this Thanks guy for joining us. is awesome. Um, one time, was about a year or so ago, I hope you don't mind me telling people this is very old, but it's just one. <laughs> I want the world to know what an awesome person you are. Uh, behind me, other side, over there is a region-free Blu-ray player, which he sent me as oh, nice. a gift. And it's because of him that uh, I've been able to review all of these international action movies. Like when I go back home to the UK, then I can pick up UK Blu-rays, which I did for... Oh, yeah, yeah. which is from the UK. Uh, so I was able to get that, and I can watch it here. So um, it, it's funny. AWOL is pretty much uncut in the UK. It's shorter here. I remember watching That's it. That's very interesting, because the UK always gets the cut-up versions, from my knowledge. Like, the UK always gets the really brutal cuts, and then mm -hmm. they have to, like, outsource it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, like, Hard Target is uncut in the UK as well. I remember when I watched it here, I was like, yeah, this seems shorter. And then it was it's way shorter. Uh, yeah. yeah. Same with uh, Kickboxer. I remember when I watched Kickboxer here, there's a whole bunch of scenes which aren't in it. Do you remember? I don't know if you've seen this, like a deleted scene. Um, I know we're kind of going off on a tangent, but it's still Van Damme. So it's, it's, it's Van Damme. <laughs> uh, but there's a scene where um, he goes to see his brother in hospital. And his brother's like, you get him, Kurt. You get him. You kick his ass. You get his ass for me. And he talks about that. And then I watched it here, and that scene's not in the North American uh -huh. version in his cut. And I then, want to say I remember that, but yeah, I don't know if it's cut. And then there's a the pedicab scene, uh, and the guy's like, "Oh, you take pedicab and carry it." And he's about to take a pedicab, and he's like, "Pedicab?" And he sort of says it drunk, but that line is cut. And huh. suddenly, too, and there's like all oh, these little scenes that are cut. I remember asking uh, the director about that a couple of years ago in an interview. And he said he had no idea why they were cut. So maybe just for runtime or whatever. I mean, but it sounds like they're just like very quick scenes. Like you know, mm -hmm. I don't think it matter that much. Well, what about out of, out of the out of the tournament? movies like let's or or the fight movies there's like what blood sport kickboxer lionheart 
what other ones? The Quest. The Quest. Uh, I'm literally looking at my, my Van Damme shelf is just right there, but my eyes are yeah, mine is literally right there too. Shelf. Yeah, trying to see what other ones. So, what do you think is the best one out of these? Do you think Lionheart's the best one, or is Bloodsport still the best because it's Bloodsport? I think I got to go Bloodsport. Um, in, in terms of the fight scenes, I think Bloodsport has uh, the better fight scenes because you've got all the different fighters from all the world and do all these different styles. And I think it just adds that extra dynamic. But as a film, in terms of you know characters and story and whatever, I think Lionheart is the better film. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's a tough one. I think I agree with you. I, I, I think I think like Bloodsport has become so huge that you like to even to say anything negative against it is just blasphemous, which yes. I would never do. It's great. I love Bloodsport. I've seen it like a hundred times, um, and I love Bloodsport. But I think Lionheart, because it's Bloodsport has other characters fighting other characters, which is yeah. neat to see. So there's more fights, but there's not as many Van Damme fights, I don't think. I think Lionheart has, because I want to see Van Damme fight other characters versus other characters fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always I mean? the focus. Yeah, He's always the focus in Lionheart. And I think that edges it slightly more old. And the storyline, I feel more for the character of Leon because of his 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 noble his noble intentions versus the character of uh, Frank Dukes, who's literally just saying, "I want the katana sword because I want to win and be the yes. best that I could be to honor my shidoshi." You know, shidoshi, uh, the shidoshi. training, <laughs> training, yes, <laughs> the training is everything. So, uh, you know, this is one of my friends from back home, AJ. Is it where's the goddamn Scarface shirt? How are you? Uh, now, years ago, I had this awesome Scarface shirt. Uh, which I would wear, and it actually still fits me. I've lo- I've lost weight over the past while, but it, it's packed away in the cupboard, AJ. So I can't uh, get out of the cupboard. So and uh, AJ and he's got wrong bet. Wrong bet. Is yeah, it AWOL? Do the UK guys? Oh, you mean like that? Right yeah, there? yeah. AWOL. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's covered. So I think it's called wrong bet in Australia, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, love Lionheart. Definitely one of my favorite top five uh, Van Damme films. As, it's funny. Um, I'm going to have to name drop here. Sorry, but yeah. the, the last time I interviewed Scott Atkins a few months ago, he was busting my balls because he saw a poster behind me for Sudden Death, and and he's like, "Hold on, is it? Do you really think that Sudden Death deserves to have a place up there over Bloodsport or Lionheart or whatever else?" But what he didn't know is that I actually have. Lionheart, Double Impact, Nowhere to Run posters there. Uh, so they were there. I just didn't uh, have them up in the wall at that point. But yeah, Sudden Death is absolutely one of my favorite Van Damme movies. I think it's an awesome movie. One of my favorite Die Hard clones. Oh, I, I love Sudden Death. And I actually, as a kid, as these posters were coming out, I was getting the original, official, one-sheet, 27 by 40 proper posters. I've got Double Impact. Um, and, and now that one is brand spanking new, perfect condition. I never put it up. But I put a, I had Hard Target, I had Nowhere to Run, I had Time Cop, I had The Quest, I had um, what was the other one? Knockoff. I had um, what else? I'm just looking at my thing. I would get these posters for every van. Now they were really roughed up because I actually did tape them up as, a, mm-hmm. as on the walls. Which is what but I the do. Double Impact poster I have in pristine, perfect condition, like it's rolled up and it's it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Two Van Dams and a poster. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, let's move on to Double Impact then. And All right. Th- this, could, this could take a while because uh, this is one well, there's of my two Van Damme. Yeah, I mean, it's double the Van Damage. So, <laughs> you know, uh, what's not like? So when was the first time you saw it? Did you see it on VHS or the theater? Uh, or? Yeah. Oh, okay, so I saw it and I got a story for this one. My friend uh, and I, 
We love Van Dam. Uh, we rented it. We we ran back to his place. Then we watched it at his place, and we watched it. We're like, this is just the greatest damn thing we've ever seen in our life. Like, I love Hard Target. That's my favorite Van Dam movie. Double Same. Impact is, is yeah. yeah. Double Impact is my second. Um, even more than Universal Soldier and all that. Like I know Unisols is a great movie, and Dolph Lundgren is like one of my heroes as well. Yeah. But Double Impact, Double Impact is actually a very good action film, and it's very underrated. And even if people are saying it's great, it's still underrated because it is that good. There is a lot of great action scenes. But yeah, when I first saw it, I was blown away. The two Van Dams, I totally bought into the fact that they're different characters. By the end of the movie. I really did believe that they were different people. Yeah, I think that was um, one I, of his better performances because you believe yeah. that Chad and Alex were two genuinely different people. So uh, I, I thought it was amazing. And I don't know about anybody else. And in the comments, if you want to say, if you're Team Chad or Team Alex, hashtag Team Alex all the team way. Team Alex, baby. Alex is my favorite Van Damme. He's, he's my favorite character. I think he's just so cool. He's got the slicked back hair, which you have tonight. You've got the slicked back I, hair as a I tribute. Did that. Uh, I love it, but yeah, it's just so cool. He's got the cigar and everything, and uh, don't even think like, about it, pal. Yeah. Don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got a couple of uh, comments here. So or, Sean, hey all, what's up? Hi Sean, how are you? Hey Sean, thanks for coming by, dude. Yeah, and then <laughs> is my buddy Alex. What kind of babbling bullshit is this? Nice reference oh to <laughs> Under Siege there. <laughs> I thought we were getting trolled. It's like first As live a... stream on Action Elite. We're being trolled, guys. Just I want to remind everybody, please hit the like button if you're in the chat. Um, it really helps with the YouTube algorithms because YouTube does favor um, the corporations and the studios over uh, smaller channels. So it really does help us out if you do hit the like button and share it for us as well. So we appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and even if you do want to troll, I don't care. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Severio was saying, personally, I really like Nowhere to Run as an underrated Van Damme movie. Watched it on late night HBO as a teen nostalgia. And I was like, yeah, oh, you see the poster over there? So I, I, I just watched it a few weeks ago too. It's another good one. It's good. I saw that in the theater. Booyah. <laughs> yeah. From that point on, I saw every Van Damme movie in the theater up until Knockoff, which was the last one that played here. Yeah. So then he's saying, Severio is saying, love double impact. I'm so late. Alex. 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 And then double impact is definitely number one. Team Alex, absolutely. Team and Alex. then <laughs> he looked cool. He did look cool. Uh, but, so cool. but Chad does have one of my favorite scenes, though. Whenever you've got uh, the asshole uh, guy at the start in the uh, karate class, you know, being a tough guy. Uh, oh, you want to see one of my kicks? You want to see one of my kicks? And, and then Van Damme just like <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> yeah, he goes, what are you supposed to be, the dance teacher? He's like, yeah, also some karate. And boom! <laughs> Can you show uh, me one of your special kicks? <sighs> yeah, I just love that scene. But uh, yeah, no, I absolutely love it. Uh, I also think that uh, Jeffrey Lewis was great. It's Uncle Frankie, Frank. He's again, again. So now, just like Joshua character, you've got Frankie, who's sort of this guy who's like totally believable in this role. He's keeping it a bit more grounded. He's like the look. We he's the tough guy, but he he he's also like again another father figure, literally this time because he's raised at least mm -hmm. Chad for the twenty five years that they were apart, and um, you know, he's a loyal guy. I, I like the character a lot because it's like he's loyal to his employer and, and, and he's a good guy and, and, it, and he makes the movie feel a little bit more realistic because sometimes Van Damme is so he's, so, he's such a big personality 
that mm. it, it starts to it starts to feel like wow this is almost like he's just too cool to be a real human being mm-hmm. and then and then frankie comes in to just bring the movie back down a little bit it's like yeah no no we're still got a mission to accomplish we got to take care of these bad guys and get the bridge back and all that stuff so he's always there to bring it kind of back to like the story or whatever mm-hmm. so i think he's great yeah, he, he's great. He sort of keeps them together whenever the two brothers are literally butting heads. And uh, yeah, I think that fight scene, whenever the two brothers are, are fighting each other, I thought that, that is so well edited, <laughs> though, like put together. It must have been a nightmare logistically to put that together. Oh, that would be a nightmare even today, with today, even with CGI and stuff, because like you still have to like, you still have to time everything. Like they like they punch and he moves and it's like, it, it's just so, it's, it's crazy. It, it's pretty darn good for it for its time for sure mm-hmm. oh absolutely cool well this is awesome we didn't all kinds of great comments here so and i was like with amazon buying mgm do they have any van damme movies i can't remember well they do on amazon prime uh i've seen a bunch yeah. uh blood sport is on there uh cyborg uh so there's early classics i think lionheart's on there as well or a wall for you aj just so you know um so yeah no th- there are definitely some of his uh, his earlier movies on there oh i know i think the hardcore's on there as well so yeah no th- there are a bunch of his movies on there and i think time cop is his best acting wise that's alex uh i would probably agree with that i think time cop is definitely one of his best movies i yeah I, oh i love time cop yeah. um I, I almost like every van damme movie like literally i think his best acting was maybe jcvd just because of the nature of oh. the film yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's sort of more of a drama with some, right. some action scenes. But the yeah, the monologue he gives to the camera and then he breaks down and everything. That, that, that was fantastic. That's like Oscar worthy right there. I, mean, I know. Like we saw that in the good. theater. Yeah, we saw that one in the theater. I never did. Off, man. <laughs> Knock off is sort of like guilty pleasure. Sort of. Yeah. I think I heard. I don't know if I'm going to get into trouble for saying this, but there were a lot of illegal substances on the set of that movie apparently is <laughs> which you can kind of tell from the atmosphere of it but yeah, uh, yeah. show me one of your kicks one of your special kicks yeah that's what he says to that guy he's you want to yeah. see one of my kicks <laughs> time cops your favorite yeah that's a great movie i agree that's even yeah the slow motion hook kick chad does when they attack the factory and they all start shooting just epic i think that was one of his best kicks shown on film yes that was amazing i love that scene double impact has a lot Okay, Double Impact actually has a lot of action scenes in varied locations. And there's like the chases across the boats. There's the boat mm. chase where they're running across the thing. They're in like that. They're in like uh, where I, ju- I started making notes because I, could, I couldn't keep up with this movie. There's the jungle part. They're, they're fighting on the docks. There's that fight with the, with the cowboy guy in the shadows, which is so cool. That's my favorite fight of the entire movie. Uh... Like this could have been a video game too. I mean, you've got the woman, the, the, the powerful, she was like a bodybuilding woman. Okara, you got yeah. Bolo, yeah, you got Bolo, who is just freaking scary as hell in this. Probably he's scarier than um, than Chun Li uh, than, than 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 he was as Chun Li. He's scarier in this movie. Um, you got the, the 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 cowboy shoes guy with the spurs. There's a lot of cool character characters in this. Besides the two main villains, it's just surrounded with a lot of interesting characters. Yeah. Yeah, the cowboy guy, the, the actor is Peter Malotta, who, interesting enough, would go on and he would direct uh, Kill 'em All, which Van Damme started a few years ago, which wasn't the best. Sorry, Jean Claude, <laughs> love you, but that movie's still not great. But uh, yeah, I, I, what I loved about that was, was like the silhouette fight was that once again, it was one of these things which you hadn't really seen before. It was something different. Right. And there's just, just like style to it, which I, I just absolutely loved. Um, and then you've got uh, the two brilliant bad guys, Alan Scarf as Griffith, and then Philip Chan as Zhang. And Zang. they're both absolute 
turds, but uh, <laughs> they both have satisfying bad guy death. And that's something yep. I want to make an important point on. Hey, Hollywood, we need to bring back epic bad guy deaths in our action movies. Why Why does nobody die spectacularly anymore? It's just that they get shot or stabbed or whatever. And I was like, there are combine harvesters around or something that people can be thrown on. So what gives? Yeah, we're, we're in this time period now where it's like they, they've tried to make things so grounded that it's become tedious and boring. And you're like, okay, well, I, I get it. If you get shot, you're dead. But I mean, where's the Rambo three death where that guy just gets like three deaths in one or something, right? Like yeah, where he's hung and then blows up and blows up. And, yeah. it's, and he's first, he's knocked down that thing and he hangs, it gets hung and blows. you're like, whoa. And you're like, you know, that's where you walk out, and or even Invasion USA with the rocket launcher, you know, you rocket launcher. It's time to die. It's time. You're like, (laughs) like, where's that? You know, there's nothing cool anymore. It's all just dumbed down stuff. Yeah, or CG stuff, whatever. And I was like, I want, I want to see Gavada guys like blown up or whatever, and no CG explosions, real explosions, real squibs every time like it's fine in like you know your super superheroes movies or whatever then cg obviously yep. is required then but whenever you're doing like old school action then i want to see all that like that's always bothered me with the expendables was the cg blood and cg explosion so i was like i thought this was an old yeah. school action movie what's with all this crap yeah. but anyway that's another story for another day hmm. so and then uh, yeah death warrant is mgm yeah i think most of the yeah. van damme is mgm but they're on amazon prime so uh, that's, that's what it means that you can watch them on Amazon. So. Yeah, I don't know how what the rights are for these things. This is no, amazing. neither do I. Yeah. So Van Damme in the Breaking movie cameo was hilarious. The eighties dancing oh, machine. Oh I've got, yes. I've got Breaking. I got both of them all right over there. I love yeah. Breaking. <laughs> and then so that's a very fun conversation going on. I thought so. Thank Agreed. So this much. is excellent. I also Thank agree. You. And then Severia saying, oh, just watch Shoot Fighter for the first time oh, the other day. Interesting fighter. seeing Bolo in a good guy role. The Shoot Fighter films are epic. Have you seen them? I uh, I think I saw the first shoot fight. I didn't even know there was more than one shoot fighter movie. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Um, it's got a uh, dude from Cobra Kai and uh, and Karate Kid. And of course, I have COVID brain right now, where my brain is forgetting everybody's <laughs> names right now. <laughs> so, the, the the guy from Karate Kid, Johnny from Karate Kid. What's his name? Did you, uh, Cap, uh, Zap, Zappa. No, <laughs> Johnny 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 from Karate Kid is. Uh, Zapka or something, right? Zapka, William Zapka, William, William Zapka. Zapka. Right. Okay. Oh my god, I, I, I'm bad oh with I'm, I'm bad with names. It's so like, my, unless it's yeah. like Van Damme or somebody obvious. It's like I, I always forget people's names. Yeah, I'm so sorry, <laughs> William Zapka. Yeah, William Zapka, you're uh, the best, buddy. If you watch yeah. this, you're all, we love you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lee. Yeah, Lee just told us there, William. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Shoot Fighter is awesome, and then you got Bolo as a good guy, which is rare. But I, I I'm going to put my hand up. I think Moon Bolo's character in Double Impact is that that's uh, my favorite role of Bolo's. I, I love yeah. him in Double Impact. He's great. It was where he's like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. And he's yeah, like, oh, and and, and he, Van Damme has so many great lines. One of them is with him where he's like, he goes, he goes, there is at least eight. I could have taken them, but that big giant is his mother. <laughs> I was sort of wonder. I was like, I was like, Chad, why, why are you? Why don't you just make sure and be like, hey, you know, what? I'm actually his brother. Please, you know, don't be the shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'd be, I'd be the coward there. I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's not me. Uh, I'll, in fact, I'll go get my brother and I'll just go somewhere else. <laughs> or just say yes when Zang is like, you're gonna get pick up the shipment, right? Just be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like, you know, just just don't do it or do the same thing. But he can't because the thing is, Chad's an interesting character because he's been 
don't want to say privilege because I hate using that word as a, as a thing, but he's had an easier go of things. So he's used to being the toughest guy around. You know what I mean? And he, I don't think he's been challenged too much in his life. So someone's like, oh, we want you to do this. It's like, yeah, whatever, buddy. I'm not doing shit. What are you going to do about it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas Alex is the street smart guy and he mm-hmm. kind of knows like, like Alex will just shoot you in the back if he needs to shoot you to, to get the job done. Whereas Chad is more like, oh, we'll fight it out. Like, you know, you know? And, and that's the cool thing about the two, the two Van Dams in that, in that mm-hmm. they're, they're so different from each other. You know what the best scene of the entire film is? Uh, and it's in the middle of an action scene, but it's not actually an action scene. It's when he takes the sip of the whiskey. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then smashes yeah. the glass of hand. You're like, hell yeah. 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 And then he picks up the bottles and like fights the guy. Yeah. And that's <clears> just <throat> epic. I love that scene. Um, I like him punching the phone. Yeah. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. See that scene. Actually, this reminds me of a, a, a story uh, where the first time I watched Double Impact was at my cousin Patrick's house and uh, my late uncle Paddy, God rest him, and uh, we were watching it in the front room and the the love scene came on on the mm. boat where Chad is fantasizing about being with Danielle and Alex is fantasizing about his brother being with her and he's getting himself yeah. all mad for no reason at all. Uh, so, you know, there's nudity and everything else. And my, after the scene, my uncle Paddy just went, these two are awful quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> we're, we're like a scarlet face. We're like, oh, this oh, is awkward. That, that girl was like super hot though. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she got naked as well. And we're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she, she was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So Van Damme, Stallone, Arnie, Segal, Willis was an era where young kids looked up to the macho testosterone guys. It's a shame why they refuse to do them now. I know. That's toxic masculinity now. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense either because the other thing too is, is that, um, there was the strong female character. I don't remember her name, the, the, the bodybuilder woman. And she was a legit bodybuilder in real life. And she fought Van Damme. And I got to say this, this is going to be a little bit of a, of a point, but you know, this whole idea of now like, Oh, they don't want the men fighting the women. And they do this in Marvel all the time where Thor and Hela can't just kick the crap out of each other. It's gotta mm-hmm. be like he defeats her in a different way or whatever. It's like Van Damme was fighting that girl and they're, they're, they're fighting each other and he stabbed her. Yeah. And it's like, to me, this may sound silly, but that is what equality is. It's like he's fighting a tough woman on her own ground, and she is a tough, uh, tough. She was fighter. scary. Like, yeah, she was she like was the scariest scary. villain in it. Yeah, uh, Karina Everson, her name is. And yes. she's a bodybuilder in real life, so she plays Kara. Uh, but on the special features on the MVD uh, Blu-ray, I have Van Damme is talking about her. And it gives the best because she's kind of like a sexy alien. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's not the first thought that came to my mind, but okay, that's fair. That's fair. But, she, but she was scary and she could fight. And the thing is, is that these movies, why they appealed so much to everybody was that the characters in them, you believed that these people could do this. Like Bolo picking up the drums, you know, like Van Damme doing the power kicks. It's like, these guys could do these things. This, mm-hmm. you know, Kara in this film was strong enough to fight Van Damme or Alex or whatever in yeah. this scene. Nowadays you have a lot of actors who are like super skinny and they can't really do anything and they're supposed to be fighters and, and they're beating up people. It's like, okay. Uh, you know, like Gina Carano is great because she can really beat up these people. So when you see her fighting the men, you don't puke in your mouth because it's mm-hmm. so unbelievable. Yeah. And that is a strong woman. And they have strong female characters. So I'm not sure where this toxicity is, is coming from. It's like, I don't want a wimpy female fighter either. I want a tough chick fighter. And a tough guy fighter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, actually, just while we're uh, talking, uh, Double Impact, that scene where, where you mentioned with the barrel. 
Mm. And, and Chad, as Chad, I think, kicks the barrel. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, God, my Ooh. knees hurt. Every time I watch it, I just look so sore. Yeah, don't do that. Just dodge. Like, don't I like, yeah, and I was like, it's cool and everything, but that's really going to hurt. <laughs> There's great fights. And I like that Chad is doing the martial arts and Alex is doing the gunplay. Mm-hmm. So you, you end up getting two different styles. Every action scene has two different versions of dispatching the bad guys like mm-hmm. alex is like boom shooting bang and then and and chad is doing the martial arts so you're like wow i'm getting both the, i'm getting like leon and and chance and chance together so it's like chance and and you know it's like you're getting both those characters in in one movie fighting off or whatever mm-hmm. i think it's kind of neat that way like you have the, the martial arts van dam and then you have the gun van dam mm-hmm. uh Gun Van Damme will win though because it's it's Lord Alex. Uh, I just absolutely <laughs> yeah. love him. It, it, it's funny though. Uh, just talking about remember when we were talking about how brutal the opening scene was of Lionheart, and then the opening scene of Double Impact, where his parents get murdered. That's brutal as well. That's really brutal. And she's like, no, no. It's supposed to be the mom. She's like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, you'll well, never know. You'll never know. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you bastard. <laughs> that scene was even more violent. Uh, there's some like deleted scenes on the Blu-ray. And the circle's on a bit longer, but I think it's the perfect length as it was, and it was already sort of disturbing enough. But there's a great line that was cut, which Alex says, and uh, he says, uh, "You touch my blood, you touch me," and, uh, <laughs> and it just like, and it was just sort of you know the bond of the the brothers and everything, and uh, I, I just love that. And uh, yeah, I mean, anytime Alex is on screen is just a highlight for me. Definitely, probably my my favorite Van Damme character like ever. I think. Yeah, me too. I, I literally like everything he says. The black silk underwear, Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't even think about it is my favorite. When he's yeah. like, don't yeah, even no, think about a pal. Don't even yeah. think about a pal. And he's got the things like, don't even think about it. He's like, yeah. okay, let's go after Raymond Zhang. You got an army outside or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. He's sort of he's sort of a realist. You know, he's just grown up on the streets and he just, just knows, you know, what Zhang and everybody's like. So he's sort of very cynical and, you know, it just adds that extra dynamic to it. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. So, Severio says, couldn't agree more with real squibs and explosions. I knew you would agree, Severio. You're the king. And William, yeah, William Zabka, yeah. Uh, Keep this up, lads. It's good. Told you to do this for years. The channel will grow. I know. Yeah, everyone's been telling me for the longest time to to do YouTube. And because I'm generally an introvert, this is normally my idea of hell is being on camera. (laughs) But uh, I'm I'm pushing myself out of my... uh, comfort zone to do this so expect more from these i'm going to try and do these at least once a week and uh j-man is uh forever known as mr silk underwear that will be what i will talk to you <laughs> every time <laughs> oh that's great i love that <laughs> mr silk underwear thank you uh, now uh, here's one uh if anyone in the comments can you think up a cool name for this i mean i've called it the action elite but i was thinking of trying to come up with a cool name and if someone wants to come up with one i'll uh I'll maybe give you something. I'll send you an Action Elite t-shirt. There you go. Uh, so, I mean, I was going to call it, you know, Exploding Barrels or something like that because every action movie has exploding barrels and <laughs> something. But, uh, but yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, if anybody can think up any cool titles, what we can call this channel. It'll be the Action Elite, but, that, you know, I'm going to have different shows on it. I'm going to bring back the Bulletin or Bulletin, yeah? uh, which is going to be sort of like the news segments or whatever. And then I'll talk about, you know, various things like trailers and things uh, maybe in the next few days Ooh, the armory the armory mm-hmm. that's not too bad that's pretty good steven that's not too bad yeah oh there you go oh, i'll sub you your so channel see, see told you severio you're a quality guy thank you so much i appreciate that 
couldn't agree, AJ. Thank you very much. <laughs> Alex is like, my body's ready, my heart's on heart's fire. On fire. Gonna, push gonna push it, it out on the wire. Yeah. Oh, here's another thing that, that just reminded me. Where is the theme song that's the movie? Like this one's got, you know, gonna feel the impact, right? Like feel the impact. Exactly. Yeah. Feel, feel. Like, where is the song with the movie title in it? Yeah. What the hell happened to that? That died, and it was like super exciting because you'd wait the whole movie to hear the song about the movie you're watching, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it, they, they've gotten rid of that too. It's all become very lazy. And it's all become just, it, it's just like paint by the numbers. Like it's okay, corporate now. Yeah. It's just corporate. And, and yeah. Sean, Sean, I'm going to give credit to Sean. If you're still out there, listen, buddy, Sean coined this one, which is a pie chart movie. It's like must appeal to this demographic, therefore must have this. And then next must have this must have that. Okay, good. Did we appeal to everybody? It's like, okay. I, I mean, thanks, but like, let's get something going here. And, Literally, Double Impact is not for everyone, which makes mm. it great because some people are going to watch that and be like, you know what? This isn't my kind of thing. I just want a, a, a comedy movie or a drama. And like, they're no friends of mine. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and, they, and it doesn't have to be. Double Impact has a target audience. It knows who it is. It goes for that. It delivers on everything you want. When if I, told you, if I just told you there's a Van Damme movie where he plays twin brothers, one's a big you know, Hong Kong gun-toting guy, one guy's like a martial arts guy. That's all I need to tell you. That is literally enough for you, the target audience, to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this movie." And if you like that, pre uh, um, if you like that premise, you're gonna love the movie. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm looking for. I want to know that just by the cover and the premise, I'm gonna like this or not. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the only thing you could maybe quibble about. Um is uh you know the fact that some of the effects are a bit dated when the two of them are on screen i was like well it was from what 1991 so you know yeah. i mean if you did it now it would obviously be great and that's why it's time for triple impact oh my god <laughs> which There's i'll a... get to in a second yeah i mean yeah. Uh, there actually were ideas for it but oh uh i just respond to some of these uh amazing comments from severio excellent idea with the youtube shows okay we'll, we'll do that then is it does anyone own the Bloodsport CD motion picture soundtrack? I do somewhere. I I had like the deluxe version, but a lot of my CDs are in storage because I live in an apartment. I don't have a whole lot of space here, so a lot of stuff is in storage. As anyone who lives in an apartment can attest, yeah. uh, you're just trying to have enough room for uh, your clothes and things. But uh, you know, I had the CD. I had uh, Time Cop soundtrack, a whole bunch of other ones. So. Um, I've got Hard Target soundtrack. Same, uh, yeah. I love the music. That. That's a great. That's a great one. Yeah, um, and uh, subbed by the way, awesome, Severio. He subbed to you. That's great. Thank you. And then you know, Triple Impact will star Ruby Rose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, just like uh, they'll cast Ruby Rose as the Kurgan in the Highlander remake. Oh dear. <laughs> Don't even put that out there because that, 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 that could happen. Oh, oh you know it will. <laughs> Desperate to make her an action star, even though she's not even remotely convincing. Um, but there is an actor out there who has put his name in to be the Kurgan call. I think, I think it's Robert Malay, his name is. And he's this huge big guy. And he was in the movie Becky last year. And if they cast him, I would be so happy because it has to be somebody with an intimidating physical presence. And uh, that's what I would personally like to see. I'm quite happy that Henry Cavill has been cast because he's Scottish. Yeah, I could. Yeah, Henry Cavill is it, that that's an all right. That's an all right thing because the Highlander series, there was one not too long ago. I think there's like five of them now, plus the two TV series. 
it, it's due for an update. So mm -hmm. let's see what they do with it. Intrigued. Yeah, yeah. It's from a director of John Wick, so I'm like, okay, uh, the the action will be slick. Also, I was going to talk about this in a separate video, but John Wick's stuff uh, effect on modern action movies is like everywhere. I mean, there's a trailer yesterday to Gunpowder Milkshake, which actually looks like a lot of fun. But right. every trailer and every movie looks like John Wick now. It's all got the overstylized fight scenes and neon backgrounds, whatever else, which is fine. I love that. I mean, but it's just all trying to cash in on the success of John Wick. And uh, they're all starting to, to look a bit the same, because they don't have any they don't have any tangible stars anymore. Like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Seagal, Dolph Lundgren. Who else? The, you went to those guys for different kinds of things, mm -hmm. right? Like you know, a Die Hard movie is not the same as like a Commando or whatever, or like a Cobra is not the same as a Universal Soldier or whatever. like everyone mm -hmm. had their thing. Van Damme had the martial arts going for him and the splits and all the cool fights mm. and all that. And then Stallone had more of like, you know, the character driven gritty Rambos and all that kind of stuff. And then Schwarzenegger had like those, you know, like total recall and Terminator, like these larger than life kind of movies. And that was fine. We didn't need to cross paths. It's like, <clears throat> you know, I don't want to say stick to your lane. Cause I want people to branch out, but now mm. John wicks, the only action franchise that's yeah. really worth anything. So now they're like, well, we better all copy this. And this is the typical thing you always get where they just get one movie comes out and then everyone's going to copy the shit out of it. And that's going to be the formula now for a while. Mm. But even Matrix, everyone was doing that Matrix thing. And it's like, and, and then Born after that. Uh, the, the Born movies were, you know, kind of ruined action movies for a while because then they had all the shaky cam ruining everything. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's funny, I actually I wrote a, a script years ago. I remember we talked about we all used to write scripts. And then I sent it yep. to somebody and he said, Can you make it more like. Um, you the, know, Bourne. The, the Bourne movies and I was like this is supposed to be the total opposite of the Bourne movies because it's supposed to be like a real action movie so then I was like oh why bother <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, get made. if you can't see the, well this is all to, to hide the fact that your stars really can't perform any of the things that we're thinking yeah. that they can whereas Keanu Reeves credit to him he did do a lot of training and stuff, even in Matrix and all that. The like training, <laughs> training. He probably, he, I, he, had, he definitely had Never Surrender, No Mercy playing, Feel the Impact. I'm sure he had oh, a yeah. lot about it. Yeah. But, you know, well, who's the born guy? I totally forgot. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt yeah. Damon, right? He didn't Matt do Damon. shit, right? Yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, Matt Damon didn't do shit. He showed up. Okay, whatever. You're going to, I got a stunt man, right? Okay, well, who cares? Yeah. And, and that's his thing, you know? Yeah. And the thing was, uh, Jeff Amada did the, the the fight scenes, the fight choreography for the Bourne movies, and like he worked really hard, and like they did all this like great training and everything, and then you can't see what's going on. You get yeah, kind of motion sickness, you know. So yeah. uh, anyway, Alex says that he is massive former wrestler. Oh, that's uh, that's the, the guy that yeah, they want Kurgan. for yeah. Kurgan. Yeah. So and Severio says, "Is there any GCD films that almost got made that sound intriguing? Love these mm. topics. Yes, uh, the Monk." was one i remember that was nearly going to happen and like i remember there were pictures released of it a while ago um in fact hold on let me see if i can find it here jcvd i remember hearing about that a while ago yeah here it is uh, can i share uh, an image on this sorry uh here's yeah you can you can you can you can share you can do uh you can share your screen it's at ah. the bottom that says share and then you can do screen share and then you can pick what you want to share 
So you, you want to pick your... You see that? You see the Van Damme picture there? Can you see that? So now you have to add it to your stream. Just like how you would add a person. It should be a, a share be a third screen. Yeah, so share. Yeah, yeah, share. And then you can put, yeah, there you go. No, right, can you see that now? That's it. Yeah, we can see it. You see, yeah. he's got the, the bald head there. and then... That's cool. So oh, my God. It, it was like nearly going to happen. So, yeah, so I thought that was quite an interesting mm. project. That's, my my mm. phone's coming alive here. Shut up, Siri. Are you getting um, a lot of, uh, yeah. Siri's yeah. responding. She's like, I don't understand. I'm like, shut up. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so there was the monk, which is quite a cool concept. And then it was Abominable. Abominable is like a Van Damme versus giant snowman Snow thing. Abominable <laughs> yeah. snowman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know oh, that I know. that would have been cool, but uh, <laughs> it's funny though. Um, like Severio says here, uh, like hopefully Eco Uwise could find himself in the next John Wick movie. I was like, well, I'd actually love to see Van Damme in one of the John Wick movies. I know my buddy Michael Gardner is a big Van Damme fan. We're like, why is Van Damme not? And I mean, even if he was, I would love to see him like in the Continental or or something. I think that would just be something really cool to see. I liked when Van Damme was the villain in Expendables too. That was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, although his best villain, I think, was Replicant. Replicant. Yeah. Oh, he was so yeah. evil, and I, I love Replicant. He was great. He was great. Yeah. So Alex says Boyka. Boyka. Yeah, Boyka, yeah. That's Boyka a... is one of the best characters of the past. He's great. Like 20 years, and Scott absolutely Scott, killed it. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. He, he's in those prison ones, right? Uh, for, the, the titles escape me now. Undisputed. Undisputed, yeah. Yes, Undisputed 2, 3, and 4. Oh, the first, the first one. Undisputed 2 was the damn best. Now, see, everybody keeps telling me Undisputed 3 is their favorite, but 2 is my favorite because you've got Michael Jai White uh, as Chambers, and then you got Scott Atkins as Boyka. Uh, I like Part awesome. 2 a lot. I yeah. think, I don't, did I, I don't, I'm not sure if I saw 3 or if I remember much of it. I thought 1 was okay, and I thought I thought 2 was, like, super cool. I like Michael yeah. Jai White as well. I think he's great, too. Yeah. I, I might be interviewing him soon, but we'll see. Uh, oh I've been interviewed him a bunch of times. And he, You've he's, interviewed uh, him a few awesome times. Guy. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, anyway, yeah. Uh, I, it says culture action force i can like that's kind of like a throwback to the 80s now if you grew up in the uk action force was what we called gi joe yeah I yeah gi joe was called that so i thought you would if you didn't i'd have been yeah. disappointed yeah uh, i do know uh, action force yeah yeah so sean action says, force is coming back just as a random thing it's coming back this guy bought the rights to the toys and he's literally produced new toys you could google it if you want it's really oh really good. yeah oh, sweet Yep. Sean yep. says, I, I hate sympathetic villains. I don't think it's satisfying to see their point. I want to cheer their demise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They forgot that. They have forgotten that now. Like, I, I, you know, it's like now it's like, well, we have to have this, you know, gray character. And it's fine for some movies, but not for action films. The action film bad guy needs to be a total piece of shit. And we have to watch him. We want him to die. It can't be like a horror film where you're kind of rooting for Jason a little bit or Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. you know? it, action movies have to be about the star defeating ultimate evil. And it's this is not like a drama where everyone is good and bad in their heart, right? Like I do, sometimes I'm an ass, right? Like that's not, that's not how that works. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, like for me, the first time I saw Universal Soldier and he says, you're discharged, Sarge. Sarge. Greatest movie death of all time. I'm sorry, yeah. nobody, nobody has topped that for me. That I mean, I talk about it all the time with everybody, yeah. um, and that's why I'm single. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's single, ladies. But yeah, um, 
but yeah, I remember that just cheering that. And you're just like, what a satisfying. And I, like, not only does he fall on the spikes, but then he breaks his arm back the wrong way and then turns the combine <laughs> harvester on just to make sure. And he still shows up in the sequels. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. He does. <laughs> but Dolph Lundgren can't die. That's one thing that we don't really. Yeah. Uh, yes, Van Damme and John Wick sounds good. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, and no, then, no, no surrender. surrender. Yeah. yeah. I uh, love it. Listen me. Come on. Russian. Russian. <laughs> this time it'll be different. Russian. It is you, the son, is it not? <laughs> yeah. That's, I always remember <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I love Scott Atkins, but I just don't love his films. It's not his fault. He's awesome. He would have been great in the 90s. And he deserves to, if it was being as, like, if he came out like in the 90s, he'd be like a huge star. Um, and, and I still wish he would. Um, like, the Undisputed movies are amazing. And then I liked Triple Threat and bunch of other things he did as well um he's got to uh, land he's got to land a marvel role he did some kind of villain or something he already was he was one of the villains in doctor strange oh yeah who was who was oh he's the guy he, he doesn't really he doesn't have any dialogue but he has that uh fight scene oh, uh in a hospital and it's yeah, sort of like yeah. a yeah, so, yeah yeah but he needs to be like i would have cast him as like shatterstar or something like that you know mm -hmm. or whatever some some really like cool, some cool martial arts guy. He should have been whatever. Batman. I mean, everyone that would have been interesting. Batman. Yeah, I would love to see that. Actually, kick see, kick ass Batman. Yeah, Batman who can actually fight. Yeah. There's no retreat. There's no, no surrender. surrender. Stand on your own. I haven't watched No Retreat, No Surrender for a while, but I got the Blu-ray of it and there's like two versions of it. And it's like the theatrical version and then there's the international version. So I was like, oh, I got to give a watch of that and see what's different. It's good. And they, and they got commentary and stuff on there as well. Yeah. The director, I believe. Oh, no Retreat, really? No Surrender 2 is good too. And I think three, I think there's a third one. I think that one is okay too. Yeah. Oh, I have them all. Yeah. 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 Uh, you got Lauren Avedon in them and Matthias Hughes. Uh, and because I only found out recently, I'm reading this book right now, actually. Matthias Hughes, shirtless in Hollywood. And, oh my God. Uh, it's him talking about his career. Wow, and it's awesome. That's a big book. Oh, it's great. I'm nearly done. And he talks about like working with Dolph and I come in peace. And he talks about working on No Retreat, No Surrender 2. And Va Van Damme was initially supposed to be in it, but walked off the set, apparently. So he said, which I thought was I, interesting. Yes, I think I did hear about that. Yes. Yeah. So that was cool. And we've kind of gone way off here because we're supposed to be talking about I know, I know. But this is the point in these things is that, you know, you just shoot the shit about these things. Yeah. So what was I going to talk about next was, oh, yeah, the idea of triple impact. Now I'm going to be reading here because uh, I can't remember where it was, but there was a script written by Sheldon Lettich and Van Damme. Hmm. And Sheldon Lettich revealed a story that was discussed. But uh, the script was never like finished. It was just sort of an idea. Right. And it was Chad is back in Los Angeles and he gets into trouble with the Chinese triads. Alex would have to come back from Hong Kong and would basically be the emblematic bull in a China shop. We teaming up with his brother to wreak havoc on the Chinese underworld, much like they did in the first movie. So that's awesome. Uh, that sounds I mean, great. Yeah. The thing with those two characters is that you can do lots with them. Like how, how I mm -hmm. feel Lionheart is a bit of a closed off story. Yeah. This is a very open story because they can get into hijinks all over the place. His brother F's up, something happens, he's got to come bail him out. You could do so much with Double, double Impact should have almost been like, like a James Bond series where he comes yeah. back every so often to, to do another one. Like that in Hard Target, you know, it's like every couple of years come back and do another Hard Target and do another Double Impact. And that mm -hmm. could have been his bread and butter series. Um, even Unisol's kind of was that 
so yeah, that kind of got weird. I mean, I know a lot of people don't. Account. Yeah, people don't like like regeneration and Day of Reckoning, which I get because they are very dark and quite different from yeah. the tone of the original movie. But I still like them because they're so bold and different. And both movies are unlike anything you've seen before, really. Not just by Van Damme. I mean, Day of Reckoning was like almost like a David Lynch type movie. Yeah, and that, that yeah. It was really weird, but I still really weird. enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah I thought it was cool, but. Um, yeah, and also uh, I don't know if you you know the the name, but uh, Kamel Krifa, uh, he is the the manager in the bar, you know, in Alex's bar, and there's a the guy oh. with the black hair, and he gets I, I think he gets kicked into the fish tank. He gets cut by the, the spurs. Yes, and yeah, 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 the spurs. That's right. Yeah, and, I felt uh, bad for him. I thought he was a great little side character. It must mm -hmm. just like how you like it. Another yeah, one for that's your friend. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was, he was he also gets... in. He's in a bunch of Van Damme movies, but he was also in Lionheart as well. Oh, so he, he is the referee during the final fight. Oh my god, yeah. that's great! I know. Yeah, I like that. I like that character. I felt really bad when he got killed because they didn't have to kill him. They were going to run out and go after Chad anyways. They didn't have to. He didn't have to yeah. kill that guy. That was just that was pure evil. Movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So Severio says, "I love the action of the last two Universal Soldier movies." Yes, the the action yeah. is great. The fight scenes are fantastic and graphic, yeah. uh, particularly. Uh, the fight scene between Scott Adkins and Arlovsky, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, and it's like the baseball bat scene. I haven't seen uh, it in a while. I don't remember the Yeah, I know. It's been, it's been a few years since I watched it, but I remember there's a, a scene and they're fighting and there's like a baseball bat and they're in a sports shop. Uh, and there's yeah, apparently, yeah. there's like an uncut version where it's like even more graphic. And I was like, oh, well, I need to see that version. I haven't seen <laughs> that yet. <laughs> more graphic, you say? Same At least John Wick has violence, right? That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That uh, I, I often say, I mean, I uh, I love the John Wick movies, but I think the character himself isn't all that exciting. He doesn't have very much personality. That's no. Uh, I mean, he has a couple of lines, you know, like, oh, I'm thinking I'm back and, you know, things yeah. like that. It was good. But generally, I don't know. He's just a, a killing machine, really. Yeah, I, th I think, like, I, I think we need to have, like, there needs to be personality. Van Damme always had personality, even when, even when the, the character wasn't about that, like Leon was quiet, but he's still yeah. a character, you know, and like mm -hmm. Alex is complicated character, but like he's got some neat lines and, and stuff like that. And I don't know. They just, they, they can't seem to get that proper, you know, balance going. No, I know. That's why one of the scenes that I love is after the attack on the, the nightclub and they're in the truck uh, and Chad's like, yes, bro, we did it. We did, we it. did it. You fucked up. Yeah, he goes, yeah. What do you mean? You fucked up. He's just like, for shame, you had one job. It's just like, it's just like so mean to him all the time. And it just sort of makes it sort of more real. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I love punching the phone. Like, yeah, I just love punching the phone, which we've all done, let's face it. Yeah. I'm literally, yeah, I know. I li <laughs> I've done a lot. But uh, yeah, so uh, Alex is saying Jeffrey Lewis was great in Double Impact, underused, even though he had his best run in the 80s, Tango and Cash, and Lawnmower Man. Yes, he was also great in uh, Every Which Way But Loose and Any Which oh, Way You Can. Every movie we mentioned, I own. Yeah, So, oh, Sean's come up with some good titles here. The War Room. Ooh, War, ooh, War Room. If nobody's done that, I would totally steal that. Well, you've got the Danger Room, so I could do the War the Room. The War Room, yes. That's kind of, yes. That's kind of the, you know, brothers in action kind of thing. Yeah, then, I like that. The mission briefing. Ooh, the briefing, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. And then Sabrina says the brutality is right up my alley. Yeah. Right? Yep, this, same here. It, absolutely. I like those show names. It's heavy, Sean. Yep, absolutely. 
And uh, movie pop songs died with Too Fast, Too Furious. So did the franchise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there may superheroes that I haven't seen. I think I saw six and then I checked out. I didn't realize there's nine. Yeah, there's I haven't nine. Seen seven, eight, nine. There's more. There's almost as many. There's just as many Saw movies as there is Fast and the Furious movies I know. as well. I, I liked seven because you got Statham in it. I love Statham. Uh, and uh, I thought he was good in it. But the problem is that. Uh, it's just so ridiculous and nobody ever dies they always come back and you know it just takes away any of the drama and you can literally do a drinking game of anytime vin diesel says family because it's just all about you know family and you're like oh shut up and it's like it's become this like big espionage thing and it's supposed to be uh you know car racing which is what it's supposed yeah. to be about it was like racing yeah, cars. And, and that, yeah that went away after part like basically part four re changed the entire dynamic of that of that mm -hmm. series i mean it's 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 cool that they were able to change it around i suppose and they got cool characters but it's too it doesn't know what it wants to be are you a realistic race car movie or are you a fantastical action movie where cars can flip through highways and fall back down and continue mm -hmm. driving. You're like, what is it? Like, people are invincible. Hazard, yeah. yeah. Even the Dukes of Hazard didn't go that far. Like they jump a couple of things and still continue on. But like, I, I think it was fast six with on the highway and it jumps off and the car turns and lands on the other highway. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 guys. Like this is like outrageous. Gravity does not exist in this dojo. <laughs> does it? No, sensei. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this new movie, Fast Nine, I don't even know if I want to watch it. I mean, I will see it at some point. I mean, our theaters are still closed here anyway, so I don't know how we are actually going to see it until it comes out in digital yeah, or something. I don't, but I don't know. You'll have to, yeah. I'm not sure how, how we can see it here. But yeah, sure I mean, brave or something. I don't care if somebody wants to do a guest review for it. That's even better than I don't have to waste my time watching it because, like, I saw I saw the Apes movie in the theater and like there's they've like fight a submarine in it or something and I was like, oh, this, this is bollocks. It's like, what is this? When they fight a transformer, that's when it'll be like the end. It'll like it'll, the car will transform yeah. into a robot. And they will, yeah. And I guarantee you, by the end of this movie, they'll be in space. They have to be oh, in space. Oh, if they do, then I'll watch that one because then at that point it'll be so outrageous that it'll be worth it. Yeah, if they're not in space, <laughs> are they even you know a sequel? Yeah. So, oh, the bunker. bunker. Oh, the bunker. I like that. That's cool. And then Alex has said the action lead dialogues. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Kickass kick talks. talks. That's good too. Mm, these are some good ones. Um, You'll have to go back and 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 take some notes. Save some what, of these, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll have to debate and see. Which I like the bunker. Bunker is good. You got a cool background for that. Yeah, but the war room is cool. Yeah, that's mm. interesting. Yeah. I mean, you could have a couple. Of, it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing reviews, you could do like you know kick-ass reviews or whatever. You could do you know, or the bunker could be like where you break down. You know, or the or you break down a movie. You just pick one movie. We break it down. You know, so you do lots of different segments. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, my neon lights aren't on behind me. This is a disgrace. Hold on. Oh my gosh. There we go. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need more. I was, I was trying to buy some new neon lights the other day, but you can't buy them. I was in Dollarama, and you still can't. There's certain aisles that are still closed oh, off. They're, 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 they're uh, so off, yeah. not only can you not buy underpants right now, but you can't buy lights and things either. Oh, that's right, you can't great. buy underpants uh, for those of you who are not in Canada. Underpants yeah. are not apparently underpants are not essential. They're not essential. No. I've always thought pants were not essential, but yeah. 
Yeah, my, my boss at my day job disagrees with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the police to disagree. <laughs> the police disagree. They are essential, apparently. So and tell Walmart to, to open that aisle up again. Yeah, I need new underpants, for God's sake. In <laughs> space, space, no, no one can, can hear you. Uh, so are you being furious? Eh? Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> that is great. Um, oh, uh, on, a, on a random note, um, I watched... Uh, Wrath of Man last night, you know, the Jason Statham. Oh, movie? yes, I saw that's Jason Statham, right? That yeah, that was really good, actually. I thought the, the first half was awesome. Mm -hmm. I know Alex watched it last night, we sort of both watched it at the same time. And uh, Statham is sort of he's totally channeling Charles Bronson in it. And Charles Bronson, as you know, is you know, God to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, I thought it was really, really good. I particularly enjoyed the first half whenever it's Statham, and then again, sort of goes a bit MIA in the second half, but I won't say any more yeah. and spoil anything, but uh, awesome movie. So if you want to see Statham being badass, check out Wrath of Man for sure. Yeah, I will definitely. I, I was uh -huh. planning on checking that one out too. Under pants for a wimps. Yeah, wimps that they are, yep. Commando, go command. Be, be like Schwarzenegger, go commando. Uh, live free. <laughs> live free. <laughs> Arguably, Bond turned into Bourne. Yes, it did, particularly from Quantum of Solace. Um, and then they just, it was like, Oh, let's take all of the joy and charm out of the James Bond franchise. We don't need that anymore. And let's just make it boring and dure, which is what they did. Yeah. So we'll I'm hoping that James Bond, uh, we'll have to do a James Bond thing at one point as well, because I've uh, got a lot to say. I've read the books now too. So yes, I just got a bunch of the books, which I'm going to start reading. I, I've bought Casino Royale and it's great. What's the other one? Uh, oh, live and let it die. So uh, I'm looking forward to reading that. And then, Oh, I got this bit, which you see this and I'm going to be, covering this and uh can you see this the lost Ad adventures of james oh, bond what and is that it's talking about like the timothy dalton sequel movies that never happened and all uh, the bond movies yeah. that never happened so i'm really looking forward to reading that so that's going to be awesome so uh so anyway back to double impact have we finished so we talked about the sequel okay here's the important one and this is one that everyone is going to fight about lionheart versus double impact which is better oh double impacts better it's got the martial arts it's got two two there's two van damme so it's automatically better yeah alex it's got alex in it yeah alex is the best uh there's a, there's a, there's no love story in lionheart which is so there's no there's no nudity or any of that good stuff we got the 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 uh the uh super hot blonde and, and double impact yeah so it's like you got all that there's tons of violence um, I love Double Impact. It goes by so fast. I watched it last night in preparation for today's uh, talk, and I I just I was blown away yet again at how fast paced it is, how much different action there's in the variety of action, and because there's two different Van Dams, they play off each other well. Plus, Frank plays off each one differently. Plus, Danielle plays off each one differently as well. Um, so there's a lot going on there. There's those three colorful henchmen with two great you know piece of shit villains. Who yep. are despicable. I can't, I literally think it's 10 out of 10. The effects, if you want to count that towards something, you could say, yeah, it's a little bit weird. But even if, even that, it's still a nine out of 10 movie, even if you take <laughs> a little bit off for the effects. I'm, I'm going to say it's 10 out of 10, man. Screw it because it's. Great. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I think so. I think about which one I watch more, and Double Impact is definitely it because, like, the bad guys, I like Griff Griffith and Zhang and their deaths are so spectacular like Griffith gets crushed by a crate love that I'm like yes and, and then Zhang is literally begging for his life yeah. uh, foolishly asking Alex for mercy yeah. no mercy as the song goes and uh, yeah. he's thro thrown off the crate to his doom. but first he gets his hand crushed yeah. in those gears up. Yeah. oh that was 
brutal. That was oh, a good effect, sore. too. Oh, it is. I know it just looks so sore. So Lee says double impact. Double impact, yeah. double impact by a long shot. Long shot wow. I hate to pick between the two. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're both very different movies. They're different characters, different stories. So I like them both for different reasons. I think as a child, I watched Lionheart more. And I'll tell you why. I think because I was more into martial arts. And I like the idea of, and I played a lot of Street Fighter. I still play Street Fighter. It's the only game I play. I played Street Fighter 1 till today. Whatever's out today, I'm still playing it from Street Fighter 1. Never missed one. Um, and I think because of that, it's not a tournament, but it basically is like Street Fighter, just him fighting different characters. I think I like that a lot as a kid. That really appealed to me. But if I'm being honest as a film reviewer and an action movie fan, which one is the better one, then I'm going to say Double Impact. Yeah, agreed. What are your dream castings for a new Van Damme film? Oh my God. Mm. Van Damme and who else? I mean, we've had Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren a few times. We've had Scott Atkins, right? How many times have we had? We uh, all know the one we want to see, Van Damme and Seagal, and it would just be them fighting uh, for 90 minutes. <laughs> It'd be Seagal yeah. doing his fighting <laughs> and running away well, like a girl. I mean, I, I, has Jason Statham ever fought Van Damme? Uh, I know they're in Expendables together, but no, he fought Scott Atkins in that yeah, too short fight scene. I always yeah. wanted to see Scott Atkins versus uh, Jason Statham in that movie again. I like to see the two of them play brothers. Uh, I always thought that would be cool because I love seeing the two of them on screen, but that's another conversation. Uh, hmm. Seeing him in John Wick would be good, or or yeah. even the, the Fast and Furious franchise that might be more interesting. I mean, they've got Kurt Russell in it. So maybe having Van Damme as like an antagonist in Fast and Furious. or That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, I would actually still love to see uh, Bloodsport. Not a remake, but like a new movie in the series. But you have Van Damme. They won't do it as Frank Dukes because of all the controversy right. between the two of them. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I meant to mention that like Frank Dukes and Van Damme uh, and I think Michelle Casey did the fight scenes for Lionheart. Yeah, which is crazy. Frank Dukes, I saw his name in the credits uh, when I rewatched Lionheart in preparation for tonight. And I was like, oh my God, Frank Dukes, what the heck? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess they were still together before the big falling out. Yeah, whatever. before well, whatever happened. Yeah, behind whatever the scenes. Happened. Yeah. Uh, well, Bloodsport continued with, um, is it Daniel Bernhardt? Daniel Bernhardt did three sequels, yeah. But yeah. I thought if you did a new one, you could have Van Damme in it and then have Daniel Bernhardt back in it too. But then also, and here, here's my world crossover, like everyone likes their MCU, their DCU, but I say bring Boyka in, uh, Scott Atkins as Merge Boyka, and, to, and just have them all together, and it's just a free, free-for-all fight scene movie. Uh, that I would love to see. Something like that. I would like to see a Return of the Tournament movie. I don't think there are enough tournament yeah, movies they anymore. Yeah, don't do that anymore. Well, because that's toxic. You know, it's like a why do you uh, yeah. need to fight just to fight? But you know, it was said in Bloodsport, and he said, "I'm fighting to sh to to honor my Shidoshi, to to perfect my training, to be recognized for my hard work." He's like, "You're a reporter. Your father was a reporter. You want to do him proud. You want to be the best reporter you could be." I mean, it's explained in the movie perfectly, and it makes sense. It's like it's like athletes. Like, what you know? Do you care about basketball? I don't. But if you care about basketball, you want to win the championship. You want to do good on your team. Like, I don't get it. Mm. I think I think it's fine. But yeah, people are nervous to do it. They just don't want to do it for whatever reason. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's like the new Mortal Kombat movie. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it's not. Sure. There's no. There's no tournament. There's no tournament. I'm like, why is there no tournament in a Mortal Kombat movie? I'm like, what? Why not? Yeah. So, 
I've got a bunch of comments here. So the Jay and Silent Owen show, we all know you don't shut up, Owen. That's very true. Uh, <laughs> for someone who claims to be an introvert, I do not shut up. That is true. <laughs> Owen is silent but violent. Very true. Uh, yeah, like, put, up put up your dukes. Yeah. Okay, USA. Frank Ducks. No, it's dukes. <laughs> I would love to see JCVD in oh. an action horror hybrid with horror music. That's why I love Cobra. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, because Cobra had that sort of slasher vibe to it, uh, and it was kind of dark. I love Cobra. Cobra. I, I literally can't be friends with people who don't like Cobra. I'm like, how, how can you oh, not I, like I co Cobra? Cobra. Uh, I, really I have the poster around somewhere, and I can't even find it. I was wanting to have that up in the background, but I will add it someday whenever I find it. So, um, yeah, a horror movie would be cool. I mean, I think that uh, Abominable uh, movie uh, he was, was going to be more of a horror movie where it would be him versus the Yeti. Him doing the splits and then punching so the Yeti weird. in the nuts. That would be so awesome. I, I'd pay to watch that. So Van Damme's shown skin so much, you'd think he was a former playmate. He definitely wasn't shy. <laughs> no, that's very true. And welcome to Wolverine 626. Thanks, but, Wolverine, for joining uh, us. Uh, yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, no, he definitely wasn't shy. But uh, yeah, no. I would love to see him maybe return to some of his old characters to get him out of straight-to-DVD land, which he's been in for a few years now, because uh, he deserves to be... And you know some of the franchises that are around here. I don't know. It might be a choice. Maybe he's just looking for smaller roles now. Um, we have yeah, the think, last mercenary coming, that, which would be interesting. It's next month or July. I mean, I, I've been and I've been chatting with people just around in my in my circle who don't really know Van Damme, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and they, they know the first like five or six, and then they kind of like, "Oh yeah, what happened to him?" I'm like, "Nothing happened to him." I'm like, "I, I literally have an entire shelf. It's like this wide. Right there. It's, just, it's every Van Damme movie." Every single one that's ever come out that you can get like properly is there. And we're talking, there's like, like there's got to be 30 plus something movies, easy. Oh, Maybe, yeah. Are we up to 40? I don't know. And I'm thinking he does one every year or two. So it's like, there's one every so often. And they're like, oh, wow, really? And I'm like, yeah, I said, he's big. Like the foreign markets for Van Damme go crazy for yeah. him, right? Like people just, they have a very closed mind opinion. Like, oh, it's not in North America. Therefore, it doesn't exist anywhere yeah. else. But it's funny, it's like action's always been bigger international, though. I remember uh, I talked to Olivier Gruner about this uh, yeah. a, a while back, and, and he was awesome. And I was saying, you know, how come the majority of action stars were from Europe or the rest of the world? There were very few that were actually, you know, from North America. And I was like, what is it that the European countries and the rest of the world, why do they love mm -hmm. the action genre so much? So um, I, I think it's easy, like, like if you take a Van Damme movie, you can very easily subtitle that or dub it over and play it anywhere and it'll play the same because it's not dealing with like a, a political issue or something stupid how movies are now. They have to always deal yeah. with some sort of some issue. issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's more global. It's like, look, he's the good guy. Here's the bad guy. It's very clearly defined. Here's some cool action scenes. Here's some cool fight scenes. There's a couple of, you know, attractive women. You know, Van Damme's a good-looking guy, right? And that plays well with anybody. The, the movies are all 100 minutes, right? It's yep. like, that can play anywhere. That's international. That's any country in the, on this earth can put that in and be like, we get it. He's good. They're bad. Let's watch this. Now it's, these movies have to be like, oh, it's my, it's, it's my statement on the political, uh, on my political views or something, or this is the climate that we're in. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, or I don't want to see or that. You yeah. can make a cool movie, just make a fun movie, you know? Yeah. Like, 
I want. I just want to watch somebody being punched in the face. I don't want to be preached to or, or anything else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. I don't want to see. Just keep it simple and just make the film entertaining. Yeah. You know, so I don't know why people can't do that. So Stephen's got a jet. Great stream, guys. See, Thank right. you, Stephen. Thanks for coming on, Steve. We Chat appreciate soon. it. And Severio asks, Van Damme's best DTV movie. Hmm. Oh, I'd have to get up. I'd have to get up off the chair for that one. I got to turn my head left. That's unacceptable. Oh, Let's have a look here. here. Hmm. There's one I really like that was a weird one. Um, Until Death? Oh, yeah. That's that the is one. awesome. Until Death that's was a great the movie. the damn one. It was awesome. That was awesome. That was so dark in that movie. That was, and that was so sort of dark. dark. Yeah. I actually remember Lee Risbridger. Sorry, Lee, I owe you an apology. I think you commented on a post a few weeks ago and you asked if I'd reviewed some of these movies. I have, but maybe the reviews weren't uh, recent. I think they were like a few years ago. But uh, yeah, Until Death was awesome. Really dark. Yeah. Van Damme, really gritty and dark movie. Yeah. Um, I think that was that one else. Uh, that, that, that's the clear winner. Easy. I remember when I, I did, actually, years ago, I did a review. It was like 30 minutes or less every Van Damme movie in under a minute or something. And I literally like rapid fire went through. And that, yeah, Until Death, that was a, that was a, that was a good one. Yeah. That's I also. Yeah, I also liked Six Bullets, which was written oh, by my friend Chad Law. That was a really good movie, yeah. That's a runner-up. Um, I'd say that's a runner-up to, to, yeah. to Until Death. Yeah, those were both really good. Yeah, love them. Uh, also, the Universal Soldier movies, Re Regeneration, yeah. those were great, yeah. Sure. So, uh, Severio is asking, does anybody else have a ton of movies action in their movie collection that they've never watched yet? Oh, oh, yeah. Guilty. I have tons. <laughs> Guilty. Cellophane wrapper. Cellophane wrapper. <laughs> cellophane wrapper. Cellophane okay, mine wrapper. Are open at least. <laughs> mine are at least open. I, uh, I owned 4,000 movies. Uh, I sold about 1,000 and I put another 800 into. I, I just took the discs and I put the discs in like one of those like folders. Mm -hmm. So I still have about 3,000 movies. Like you can, you can kind of see stuff. And, and it's not just superheroes. Like that's action and foreign. I've got anime. I've got horror. I've got like this is regular movies. This is like eighties like cartoons and, and superhero stuff. Behind me here is more superhero stuff. Like I got luchador movies. It's crazy. I got black exploitation. I got a black exploitation section of movies. That's how crazy it is. It's like and quite so right too. Oh, I got like shelves and shelves. Oh yeah. And if if Sean is still watching, by the way. That's the uh, Sucker Punch Blu-ray I'm going to give to you next time I see you. I remember we were talking about that. I've still got to watch it. The extended's got, so I'll watch it once and then I'll give it to you, Sean. So there you go. <laughs> so uh, Until Death, yes, it's a cool one. Okay. Oh, Wake of Death. Yes. Oh, that In was Hell. good too. In Hell. Yeah, they were great too. In yeah. Hell was In Hell's pretty brutal. good too. I loved In Hell, but it's not one I watch often because it's so brutal, like that guy getting raped regularly in it. I was like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that one is that that one is a good film, but it's not like a yeah rewatchable. No, it's just a tough watch. It's Wake just of, tough. Yeah, Wake of Death was great, and I think Simon Yam was a villain in it. Um, yeah, Wake of Death was pretty good. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, holy shit, J Man. Yeah, that's oh, that's my movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. crazy. <laughs> As someone who has been in J Man's uh, cavern of delights, which it is, literally, I can go to his house and I'll. You, you won't even hear from me. I'll just be looking around for like three or four hours. I'm like, oh, you got that? Oh, you got that? I, I just like looking everywhere. It's like this amazing cornucopia of delights. It's crazy. I know. It's, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Cobra, I was wondering about Wake of Death. I own it. Yes, I have the yeah, black, it, black edition of uh, Wake of Death. Now, the only thing that's really sort of different about it in the black edition is the torture scene. Do you remember the torture scene where the guy 
It's getting yeah. torture. Oh, that's I guess like a power drill or something. Yeah, I don't like that's, torture. No, no, I, I love the Saw movies, but they seem a little bit more heightened in in a sense. Like this seemed more real. Yeah, yeah, and it was brutal. And like that scene is longer. I'm like, I really, I really didn't need to be longer. There's no need for that. But, yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need extended to that. Yeah. Um, the first time I heard the phrase muscles from Brussels, I thought it referred to Brussels sprouts. I was so confused as a kid because he didn't look like a vegetarian. He might be. You hit like a vegetarian. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, I, remember hearing that phrase and I was confused too. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, okay, Brussels. Yeah, all right, I get it. I know. I don't like Brussels sprouts either, though, I've got to say. It's my least favorite I, I, Christmas food. I'll eat them. <laughs> I'll give them. My mom always makes them for Christmas. She's like, here, have a Brussels sprouts. And I was like, I don't like Brussels sprouts. And she's like, well, have them anyway. And I'm like, okay. So I'm yeah, grow up to be like Van Damme. Our parents told us what to eat and then we just ate it. There wasn't yeah. a lot of like, uh, oh, I don't want this. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, the Shepherd Border Patrol. That was good. I forget the ones he did with uh, Scott Adkins. Yeah. Uh, assassination games as yeah, well. That, that was good too. too. So that was pretty brutal as well. Um, yeah, I was just trying to think of ones where it really stood out because I like mm-hmm. every Van Damme movie, and they're all on this kind of same line where I like I like them all. But then there's a couple where you're like, whoa, that really kind of jumped up. Like, well, this is a really good one, right? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so it's like that was the Six Bullets and the Until Death and whatever. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, um, I, I I like you know most of the Van Damme movies, so. Um... Uh, is there anything else I needed to say about Double Impact? We keep going <laughs> off on the, the, the various uh, things here, but uh, I think that's it in terms of that. Does anybody else have any questions you want to ask in the comments before I go <clears throat> have my dinner, which I forgot about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're saying you're going to try to keep this. Uh, t- it's very hard to keep it to an hour because you start getting into it, and then all of a sudden we've been doing, what, it's been an hour, 40 minutes? Like, yeah, I, I were in 37 like minutes. So, yeah. So anybody who's commented here, you're awesome. Thank you very much for uh, joining us for our first live stream. That's uh, really quite amazing. So, oh, the bouncer. That was good. Yeah, the, the bouncer wasn't bad. Yeah, that was okay. I, is that a newer one? Yeah, it was just out, uh, I think, a year or two ago. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen and, it. Uh, I'm behind about three three movies i think there's that and we die young oh there's enemies closer where he plays a bad guy and he's awesome in that because kind of like the joker he's like totally nuts in it it's really good bad guy but anybody who's seen enemies closer you have to give a shout out to the random guy with the beer cans and the boat near the <laughs> beginning and it's he's just like throws the beer in the water and you're like what what's what is that in this scene and this character is like what is going on <laughs> director's friend or something <laughs> yeah no you guys are awesome well thank you Lee. thank you're you awesome cobra. Too. you're awesome cobra That's my buddy yeah. Lee. what are you having for dinner uh, i think i'm having fish cakes which is why i'm not excited to have it uh, <laughs> i'm trying to put it off so uh, I, i'm trying to eat healthier but i really don't want to i just want to eat you know shit. <laughs> <laughs> my just, dinner was ham and cheese sandwich yeah. i don't eat a bit if I'm doing live streaming, I can't be having a big dinner because we're going to be pa- we'd be pausing a lot. No, like, exactly. That's why I wait until afterwards because otherwise I'd be like, oh, God, my stomach. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to wait until afterwards and then uh, that's it. But yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got some cool ideas for shows coming up soon. I think the next one we'll do, which will maybe be next week, will be our Terminator one. Not only next week, the week after. Um, but also in between, we might just jump on if you ever have any like 10 or 15 minutes spare, which will end up being like an hour and a half and just talking <laughs> yeah. about maybe like new trailers or any news or something we would just want to shoot the shit about. So I actually was going to call this the shooting the shit, but then I thought it might get banned because of the, the swearing. But uh, Yeah, you got to be careful with YouTube's I know. algorithms. They might, like, they might not show it. 
No, exactly. But I had the idea, and it's going to be like shooting me shit, and it's going to be, it's going to be this sort of thing. And I was like, that would be amazing, but no, I guess not. So, worst Van Damme DTV movie. Derailed. derailed, absolutely derailed. I think it's probably Van Damme's worst movie. Oh, it's not. Do you like derailed? Are oh, you a derailed uh, apologist? Yeah, I'm an apologist for derailed a bit. It's not that bad. There's got to be a worse one than that. Come on. Kill em All uh, wasn't great. Kill em All wasn't amazing, but at least it did have some good fight scenes. Daniel Bernhardt was in it, so I'll give him that. I like Daniel um, Bernhardt a lot because um, he was in the Mortal Kombat Conquest TV series, played yeah. Zero, which I, who I liked a lot. And yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, uh, I'll, Se- I'll second in command just for now. Mm-hmm. Second in but, command was quite good. I thought I had some moments, but definitely one of his best ones. Eh. What else? I don't know. Oh my god. Well, there's others we haven't talked about. I mean, we're going to be doing hard target special in a couple of weeks where we're going to talk about that and the second one. And I should have an idea for hard target three, which we'll also talk about, but I'll cool. save that for then. Um, and then maybe at some point we might just do like a kickboxer franchise and just, yeah, how many you know, of those I, are there there's like I, there's like four of the original and then there's the two ones there's with the new Alamusi, where he's in the two of them and then van damme is dubbed in kickboxer vengeance for some reason it's like how do you dub van damme it's like nobody's going to notice that yeah that yeah because he has a very distinct uh personality in his voice his voice and everything yeah exactly yeah probably <laughs> derailed yeah Double team was a bit meh. Yeah, I, I, I've double team. I kind of love, even despite its flaws. I mean, you have that amazing training montage with the bath, uh, which is great, and then you have um, don't they, don't they use like a vending machine to block an explosion at one point? How can yeah, like I think so. uh, they 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 might now. Double team did a, come in the theaters. I saw it in the theater in Canada, so it doesn't count as one of the direct to video. Yeah, yeah that was the theater. Uh, that's really same with like, uh, Yeah, video. that and Knockoff were the... So that and Knockoff came out in Canada. That Knockoff was the last one. And then the next one that came out, they skipped everything, was JCVD. Mm-hmm. And that w- played at some of the art house theaters in uh, in Toronto, Canada, which is where uh, where I am. So yeah. that uh, that played there, but all the other ones after that were not in the theaters. But Double Team was in the theater, and I had the poster too. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Dennis Rodman, you know, it was okay. Mickey Rourke is oh, he's in that movie. I was like, he has to be CG or something in that movie because yeah. oh my god, he's huge. Yeah, and he then was really crazy. Yeah. But he also has that epic bad guy death. I mean, he's on a mine and then gets mauled by a tiger and then the mine blows up. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the best death scenes of all time. <laughs> yeah, no, that was cool. So can't wait for the next one, guys. Cool, Thank you, Severia. We'll be there. And then, uh, true, my bad. I think it's because he was doubled on a so obvious. Yes, it is. Uh, and also he had, you know, some personal issues, which I won't get into here. But during that period was the dark times. Is, uh, I'm uh. talking about, but. Uh, Double Team was his Demolition Man. I wouldn't say that Demolition Man is no. one of Stallone's best movies. Demolition I Man love, is a classic. Yeah, I love Demolition Man. Yeah, Alex, you better not be speaking ill of Demolition Man. <laughs> don't, don't make me come over there. No way, man. Yeah, Demo Man is the damn best. Yeah, that's amazing. I love Demolition Man. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll probably do an episode just on that and then maybe <laughs> potential ideas that. and just talk about that and, and how it became a documentary. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, Taco Bell's well, talk about others. The other, the franchises are still around. But yeah, the franchises like, and then everything the being overly, everything being politically correct, and you know, yeah, you were filed yeah. two credits for violation of whatever it was for the swearing. Oh, we we violated a few already tonight. So we're oh, probably getting, we're, yeah. getting, we're getting tickets. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm used to that by now. All right. Well, I think that sums right. it up because I got to go eat. 
thank you very well, much, guys, for everybody who's tuned in. And, and thank you, G-Man, for joining me tonight for our debut. And uh, oh, hold on, Lee, I said, please do a sly night. Yes, uh, we're going to, well, this is going to be ongoing. So we're going to cover a whole bunch of things. Uh, actually, if, uh, I haven't actually asked you yet, but I've invited uh, a guy called Jeff who runs Action Reloaded. And we're going to talk about the Escape Plan trilogy. Uh, so have you seen Escape Plan 2 and 3? I, no, I did not see two and three, but I can easily watch time them. to watch them. Yeah, time to watch them. We're going to do like an escape plan trilogy uh, look at, and then John Jerva is going to be joining me from Action Flicks and joining you as well. We're going to do the hard target one, and yeah. uh, I, I got endless ideas. So we're going to do Death Wish at some point. We're going to do oh, yeah Terminator. Uh, that Terminator is the next one. I think that's probably going yeah, to be the next, next week yeah. after. So. And I've got all the Terminators, the show, all the seasons, everything. I've got our yep. So we'll go into that, and we might even have Sean and Stephen on that. And that will make sure you go to the toilet before that starts, because that's going to be a long one. <laughs> that's going to be hours. <laughs> I think the longest long. stream. I think the longest one I've done was like three and a half hours before I literally. I'm like, guys, I literally have I, like I haven't used the bathroom in like three and a half hours. I need I need to go. Yeah. That's the longest stream I've done is three yeah. and a half hours. So like my seat you... feels slightly moist. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I, I, I hope it's sweat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, thanks very All much, right. everybody. And thank you, G-Man. And uh, I'm going to be posting this on the site. Uh, so if you've missed it, then uh, you can watch it there. All right. Cool. Take care. See you later on. Thanks, guys. Bye.